Pass needs two yards here on third down at the 50. Two receivers right and one left. They will hand it off to Roll. A fumble and it will be Mitchell Ball at the 50. That one went around the ground a little bit. I don't know if Roloff ever cleanly had it. And Mitchell gets her first turnover on the season. Likely would have stopped the run, but boy, that really helps with field position. As Mitchell will get the ball right near midfield off the roll-off fumble. Big, big play there for the Colonels. Comes at a great time, and boy, a really good chance here to get some momentum going on their side if they can find a way to move this ball downfield to get some points, but unfortunately the offense hasn't been able to do that yet this season. Three receivers set, two running backs on either side of Schultz. Schultz gives it off left side to the 50. Can they get the corner? They do to the 45. First down at the 40. Gain of 15 plus on first down. Nice looking run there by Mick Daly. Daly, he's going to be the number one running back this season. Also a leader on defense from his linebacker spot. Gain of 12, he gets to the 38-yard line. So the first first down for Mitchell. We're scoreless, 6.30 to go here in the opening quarter. Yeah, really nice start there. Nice run uh, by uh, Daly, and that's what the Colonels need. They need to get off to a good start on drives to have more success. Same formation, two receivers. Jager Tyler in motion, left to right. Colonels first and 10. This time they give it to Bryce Palmer, the shifty, uh, speedier of the backs. Past the 35. That'll be a good gain of four on first down. And yeah, Bryce Palmer, kind of that speedster. We saw him a little bit last year. Mick Daly, he'll be the uh, number one back. And we might see that sophomore from uh, last week, Parker Denny, a little bit. Maybe, maybe Jager Tyler. And that was the other thing about this season I was really curious about going into it is how are they going to fill that hole at running back that they lost with Grostadier, who was their horse last year? I mean, now, who do you go to? Who can you rely on to be that go-to back in big situations? And he had Joe Van Overshield as the fullback, blocking right. back there. Second and six for Mitchell at the Surges 34. They give it right side to Palmer. Palmer passed the 35. He'll lose one yard on second down. So they try and stretch that run out to the right side. Good pursuits here by uh, Jacobs on the uh, tackle. Reese Jacobs inside linebacker for Sturgis, 5'11 senior. So that sets up a third and five here in four down territory for Mitchell. I need to get to the 30 of Sturgis. Oh, yeah, no doubt. This is kind of that no man's land area, 35-yard line. You got two downs to pick this up. Another three receiver set for Scholes. Let's see if they throw it here on third and five. They will. Scholes up the middle, deep near the end zone. Overthrew his man. You got a guy open here saying on the left side, another incompletion. Oh, uh, here he, to Tyson Sabres. If he just would have looked to his left, go through his progressions, that's where he has to get better. He had Bryce Palmer all by himself in the left flat leaking out. That would have been a huge play. Oh, Mitchell. 0 for 2. You got to go for it here. It's, you're only at the 35-yard line of Sturgis. Need to get to the 30. You've had a couple of opportunities. You've gotten some uh, receivers past those uh, cornerbacks. So set up a fourth and uh, seven, I guess. Uh, yep, fourth and, uh, excuse me, fourth and seven from the 35. Mitch is going to go for it here. Three receivers set. Schultz, pump fake again. Deep right side's got a man. Simpson overthrew him again. Colonels will turn it over on downs. Another one just need more accurate throws here from Schultz. Simpson had a step on his man up the right sideline. That ball lands right near the goal line. Yeah, tough break. I mean, uh, 
It's what you want. Yeah, I mean, Scholes is going to look back on that drive right there and be really mad at himself. I mean, he missed a wide open Palmer on the left flat on the previous play. Possibly could have went for a touchdown. The defense completely lost him. And then he just overthrew Seamson down the side there that also could have been a big play. So tough break there for the Colonels. They had a good opportunity and let it get by. So a turnover on downs. That'll set it up at the 35-yard line for Sturgis. First and 10, a four-receiver set for Cass. Cass, quick pass to Buss. Buss will pick up three up the right side. Again, that's that Sturgis offense. Just quick passes at the line of scrimmage. As we see the second catch of the night here for Tyen Buss. Again, these receivers are not very big. Buss is 5'10", 147. Uh, Kale Jolly, another receiver, is 6 feet 145. And you got Gavin Leitenberg at 5'10", 150. Yeah, I mean, not a lot of size, but very explosive if you can get them in the right space and situations. Second and seven from the 38, three receiver set. Roll off to the, uh, roll off gets the uh, carry here from Cass. We get to the 40, 44 yard line. It'll be about two yards shy, maybe less than that of the first down. Sturgis keeping the ball on the ground here on second down. They'll spot it at the 44. They need a long one yard. About third and a yard and a half. They need to get to the 45. Well, another good opportunity here for the Colonels. You know, you just miss an opportunity to score, and if you can get this three and out, get that ball back to your offense, you know, you can, uh, you know, kind of shake off that those early mistakes here in the first quarter. Three and a half minutes to go, first quarter, seventh annual Colonel Bowl, still no score. Third drive of the quarter for Sturgis. Cass center center for the first time tonight. Gives it off to roll off. Big hole right at the 50-yard line. Picked up a lot more than he needed. A gain of six on third and short. I've seen this Sturgis offense pick up a couple first downs. They've looked good early. You know, some quick passes. Running game has been there for Sturgis as they get the ball here at the 50-yard line. Yeah, that was a really nice run by Roloff. Just good burst. I mean, he found the lane he needed, made one qu uh, cut, went upfield, didn't give the Colonels a chance to bring him down. 3.15 to go, 0-0 here. First and 10 for Sturgis at the 50. Shotgun for Cass. Pass up the middle, caught, and then dropped by Bucks. That would have been a first down and a couple more. They had him right up the seam. Boy, that, again, that's a dangerous play if he catches that. Yes, it is. I he mean, was, he had oof. a head of steam. Yeah, that was a quick slant from the left side, and uh, I don't think there would have been anyone back there to catch him with that speed as the Colonels kind of had that space open there in the middle. So um, kind of a Fortunate. bullet dodged by the Colonels on that play. Three receivers set for Sturgis, second and ten from midfield. Mitchell going to bring some pressure. They rush four or five. Quick pass up the middle, caught by Buss at the 45. He's down at the 43, stretching for an extra yard. Gain of seven to set up a third and three inside of Mitchell territory. Again, so hard to get pressure on, on uh, Owen Cass because he does not hold the ball very long. Again, a lot of these passes are going to be within five or ten yards of the line of scrimmage. Going to give his receivers a chance to to run after the catch. Yeah, and that was a rare play where he had quite a bit of time to throw that time. I mean, he was kind of sitting back there and waiting for uh, Buss to come across the formation, got him in a little soft spot there in the middle of the field. Buss in motion now on the left side, left slot. Now he's back to the right slot. Three receivers set, third and three. Just past midfield. Cass up the middle. They're going to be right at the marker. They're going to be a yard and a half short. Pass right up the middle. That was caught. By, by a tight end. 
And boy, that was kind of a big old mess there, number 88. Yeah, 88, he's a tall one. He's like, what, 6'8"? So Drake Yerke with the tackle. See if they go for it here on fourth and three. And that was Jake Velm, the linebacker tight end. He's 6'8", 200. He's a senior, so hard to miss him at 6'8". Yeah, big target. I mean, that's what a quarterback likes is to have a really big tight end, the security blanket, but good tackling that time by the Colonels. Sturgis going to go for it at the 43 of Mitchell. See if they actually go for it here, and they do. Cast back to pass. Right side, it is caught. They got the first down at the 39-yard line, one yard over the line. So a gain of four on fourth and three. I like that nice, aggressive play by Sturgis. And they uh, gain one more than they need. Yeah, that was just quick drop, quick pass, and a really nice catch by Buss. That was not easy. Had a defender draped all over him, reached out to grab that, and uh, kept control when he hit the ground. And I like that that he was past the line of scrimmage. He didn't have to catch it and do something with it. Uh, three receivers to the left of Cass. Nobody to his right. First and ten on a fourth down conversion at the Mitchell 39-yard line. Roll off up the right side. Big gainer. He may score to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Sturgis. They score with 56 seconds to go in the quarter. A 39-yard touchdown up the right side at 6-0 Scoopers. Big play offense. Not not through the air. That one was a simple run. He may have been untouched up that right side. Yeah, just really well blocked up front by the Scoopers' offensive line. He did kind of bounce out to the right side towards the sideline once he got through the first level there, but good vision, great run by Roloff, and the uh, Scoopers have struck first. And good play because there were three receivers. They were all to the left. Yeah. And Mitchell did not have many defenders on the well top designed. Of the field. Kick here to make it 7 to nothing. It is short. Blocked. It is well short. Maybe blocked there by Number 64 of Mitchell. So it will be 6-0 as that was Elliott Smith on the catch or on the uh, on the point after. 55 seconds to go here in the quarter. It's 6-0 Sturgis. We're back in one minute on KORN. For Sturgis, a 39-yard touchdown run by running back Gunnar Roloff. PAT was no good. Mitchell going to let this bounce. they got to get out in here at the uh, 10-yard line. Run up the middle to the 25. They get it left side to the 30. Now to the 35, but we got a flag. He'll end up at the 45-yard line. Good return there. Up the left side. I think that was Dustin Kurtenbach on the return, and it was. And we're going to have a penalty on Mitchell holding. He did get up to about the 30-yard line before that uh, flag was thrown. So we'll see maybe uh, around the 20-yard line. Colonels may start here. Yeah, going to back him up a little bit inside uh, their own 20, looks like. Really nice drive there by the Scoopers. They go eight plays, 65 yards, and a really good-looking touchdown run there from Roloff to take this early lead. And Mitchell's got to respond here again. Can't get down two scores, all the stuff that you folks know at home, but I mean... And you got to hit those plays that are there. I mean, that's one thing. I mean, if you get beat, you know, because you get outplayed in certain areas, you know, you can accept that. But you got to take advantage of those plays that are there to be made when you have a guy wide open in the flat for a huge play, and then you got a guy beat a defender. You got to hit him. You know, just you got to make those little things happen. Forty-six seconds left in the first quarter. Six nothing, Sturgis. This will be Mitchell's third drive of the quarter. It'll be first and ten at the sixteen. Scholes in the shotgun. Three receiver sets. Daly and Palmer back with them. 
They'll give it off left side, run. They'll gain maybe a couple on first down, not much there. Like Daly on, uh, on the run. We may have one more play here, 30 seconds to go in the quarter. So Daly gets two yards up to the 18, second and eight. Mitchell had one big play in the passing game last week. It was Schultz to Daly, 63-yard pass to set up the only touchdown last week. Just kind of a short pass left side, and Daly ran for about 50 yards. You know, I'd like to see them get uh, Schultz going with some short passes like he did in a few games last year, like in Brookings, places like that, some quick passes. Five receivers set. Schultz going to scramble. Is he going to run with it? He is. Oh, now he finds the guy. Seamson at the 30 for the first down to the 40 near midfield down at the 49-yard line. Gain of 31. Schultz scrambled, extended the play. Found a receiver right in the middle. A.J. Seamson, gain of 31 to wrap up the first quarter. Teams will switch sides. Colonels will have it at the 48-yard line, their own 48. Trailing 6-0 after 1. It's the 7th annual Colonel Bowl here between Mitchell and Sturgis. Listening to Mitchell Colonel football. We'll be back in one minute on KORN. Mitchell Colonel Football, KORN News Radio. It's Travis Grins and Shawn Michaels here tonight, coming up on 6:30. Big play, biggest play of the quarter in the game for Mitchell. There, a 31-yard pass right up the middle to AJ Seamson. And yeah, I mean, guys have been open here, Sean, for show. Just gotta find them. The, the the yards are there. Yeah, I mean, th- there's plays to be made, just like on their last drive. Just gotta take a look around, scan the field. Go through your progressions as much as you can. I mean, we get it. There's, there's going to be defenders coming at you, but some of these receivers are wide open. you got to find them. First and 10 for Mitchell at their own 48-yard line, moving across the field from right to left. Jager Tyler in motion. He gets it. Jager Tyler going to pass wide open. Over through the man. Would have been a 52-yard touchdown as they went for uh, Lucas Bennett. Great gadget play there, but, again, Tyler not a quarterback by any means. But again, he was the motion man. They handed it off to Tyler. And Lucas Bennett was wide open at the 20-yard line, overthrew him, second down. I'm telling you, Trav, plays like that are going to haunt you if they end up losing this game. I mean, the plays have been there to be made, and there's no pressure on Tyler on that play. He rolled out to his right as if he was going to pass. He just floated out there. His receiver had at least a 10-yard cushion. They'll run here on second down. Fumble! Mitchell got it back, thankfully, at the line of scrimmage. That one popped up. You don't see that very often. That was weird. That was a hit and popped it up. Good. Tommy Jones, the offensive left guard for Mitchell, gets the fumble, but gain of zero here sets up a third and ten. As Mitchell, I don't think they were going to get much on that run anyway. That one popped out. I think a Mick Daly's mitts. Yeah, that was almost disaster right after a missed touchdown pass. I mean, that play was so well designed by the Colonels, and I'm sure they've been thinking about that play for a while. And uh, maybe they'll go back to it. Maybe not in this game, but I would try that again later this season. That was a pretty good-looking play. Shoals in the shotgun. Now we got movement. The left side of the offensive line moves. That'll be a third and 15. Second penalty here. It's August Anderson and Carson Podorowski. They both moved on the left side. So it'll set it up at the... Oh. 43-yard line, uh, third and 15. They had a four-receiver set. you got to pass here. 
It's unbelievable how that happens in football. One one bad thing happens. You, you, you miss one thing, and it's like shell Snowballs. shock. Yep. The next two plays, and things just inevitably go wrong. Shoals in the shotgun, three receivers to his right, one to the left, back to pass. Got a scramble. He's going to be sacked at the 28-yard line. Colonels were near midfield. They'll be 20 yards behind that. But again, like you said, could have been a touchdown, could have been leading this thing, and all of a sudden, it's going to be pretty good field position. Lost of 13 on the sack. Again, just like that. Touchdown, no. Nope. Now you're going to be punting from near your own 20. I mean, it could be 14 points for the Colonels. They, they missed at least one touchdown opportunity on the previous drive. Missed a wide open one here in the gadget play. And you just, you just got to find a way to make those plays happen. 10.25 left in the first half. 6-0 Sturgis. Sabres will kick it off here. Punt it from inside his 25. Low snap. He gets it off. Good punt near the 40. Takes a great bounce wow. near the 33-yard line. So Sabres struggled a little bit last week versus Yankton, making up for it here tonight. Tyson Sabres, 6'1", junior, 180 pounds. Sturgis will have it first and 10 at their own 33. Uh, now the Colonels got to dig in defensively again. They gave up that touchdown on the last scooper's drive, and... You know, now you're the defense, and you're seeing the offense come so close to getting points. You want to get excited about something, but, you know, let's see if they can dig in and shake off what's happened to the offense here in their last two drives and keep this a one-score game. And if you're Sturgis, you know you got away with one there. Oh, so yeah, like, at least two. They've gotten away with at least two plays that should have been so touchdowns. We're up 6 nothing. They can make it 14 nothing here awfully quick. First and 10 from the 32. This one, left side complete, gain of five. Jager Tyler with a nice tackle. Italian Bus, like you know who they're going to throw it to. Does, yep. does anybody other than Bus have a catch? Like one other guy has a catch, the 6'8 tight end. Other than that, Cass is just targeting Bus over and over again. That would be correct. Yeah, Bus having a big first half, and, you know, Colonel's doing a pretty good job for the most part, you know, not letting him have that really big one. But uh, he, he's a problem. I mean, he's, he's fast, he's elusive, and can make explosive plays. 9.30 to go in the half. 6 nothing Sturgis. Second and five from their own 37. Good pressure by Mitchell. And that one uh, incomplete right near the first down mark. Really no receiver in the areas. That one uh, had to get rid of that one quickly. Good pressure there by the Mitchell defensive line. Third and five coming up. And this is where the Colonels got to make this happen. You, you, you got to get this Scoopers offense off the field. Get your offense back out there because it feels like the Colonels' offense is close. Yep. Right? They're close to finishing a drive and getting some points because they threatened to score on their last two with two big plays that they missed. So get that offense back out there and tie this game up. Another great crowd on hand here. Full bleachers here tonight. Four receivers here on a third and five near the 40. They'll run it up the middle. They'll be well shy. Roll off. Gets maybe to the line of scrimmage. So a three and out here for Sturgis, not able to take advantage. And Mitchell will get the ball back here off the punts. Nine minutes to go coming up here in the first half. Six-nothing Sturgis. I got to say, you know, well done by the Colonels' defense so far. Yeah, they've I mean, been good. They've been better. They've been solid. They gave up that one touchdown drive uh, towards the end of the first quarter. But other than that, been pretty solid. Bryce Palmer returns it from the 25. A good return here near the 30. Quite a gain of about eight. Almost broke a big one. So good field position here for Mitchell near the 33-yard line. Again, they got a score, though. 
Yes. They're, they're, they're one score last week, came on their first drive of the second half. Only touchdown in that 45-6 loss to Yainton. And again, your defense has shown up. The defense, much yes. better than last week. So that's the positive for Mitchell. Now you just need to get that offense going. Yeah, and, and just, you know, just uh, get into a good flow, get some good positive plays. I mean, get some high percentage throws going. Offensive line, got to do better, open up some holes for your running backs. 8.52 to go in the half. First and 10 for Mitchell at their own 30, 33. Little pitch handoff. Schultz will pitch it right side to look like maybe Palmer. Lucas Bennett or Palmer kick up maybe one or two on first down. So first time we've seen an option pitch up the right side. Now, I like that idea there. I mean, you know, a little option rolling out to the right. Schultz could have done a tuck and run, but uh, a nice decision, and he, ha he had good accuracy on that pitch too. And Palmer just ran out of space there. I mean, that was good pursued by the Scoopers' defense to drag that play out towards the sideline. Second and nine for the Colonels at their own 34. Another three receivers set with two in the backfield for Schultz. Schultz hands it off left side. See if they can stretch it here with Daly. Daly gets to the 40, but we get a flag. Going to be holding on Mitchell. I think A.J. Seamson uh, got caught. The receiver for Mitchell. So a gain of... About four or five going to be negated here. Now, uh, again, penalties were not an issue last week, Sean, but now they're starting to become an issue here in this first half. Yeah, this will be their third penalty of the first half. And, you know, if it's not the penalties, I mean, they've been going backwards just with good defense by the scoopers. I mean, after they missed that, that touchdown pass on that gadget play from Tyler, they had two or three plays in a row that went backward, including that huge sack for a loss on the third down, and now penalties are moving them back here. Ball going to be here a second down at the 28. Mitchell has to get to the 43. So 15 yards to go here on second down. Scholes in the shotgun, Jager Tyler in motion. Colonel's going to run it up the middle here with Daly, going to get past the 30, down at the 32. Gain of about four or five. Going to be third and long here, third and round ten. You know, Jager Tyler, a great wrestler, great athlete. Maybe your best athlete on the field. He just doesn't see the ball much, though. He's a receiver. No, yeah, and maybe that's just because of who they're playing tonight. Yeah. You know, maybe they just haven't figured out yet how to use him besides that gadget play. I would start using maybe some jet sweeps with him, you know, yep. bring the receiver across the formation. I mean, he's obviously a fast player for you. Third and 10 at the 33, passing situation. Four receivers for Schultz. Deep up the middle, has got a guy caught by Tyler. Did he catch it? Yes, yes, he did. Look at that. What a catch. He laid out for it to bring it in, and I think his hands kept that from being an incompletion because he got his hands under the football. It popped it up again. Yeah, and it came up when he hit the ground, but the ball never touched the ground. Great job by the official to see that, and a terrific job of concentrating and bringing that ball in. Gain of 27 for Jager. Nope, make it a 30-yard gain for Jager Tyler. We just mentioned him. He does well. That was another one. Give your guy a shot, and he did. Jager Tyler with the 30-yard reception. Beautiful play. First and 10 now at the 36 in Sturgis territory. This one, a run up the middle. Schultz, quarterback keeper. He's going to be about a yard shy of the first down. Nine yards for Trace and Schultz, and just all of a sudden, good things happen, and you, and you get a couple of good plays going here. Just That's the right. 
Just the opposite uh, of last drive. You just get that one spark play, and then that kind of gets things going a little bit for you. Nice job by Scholes there to be patient on that run, wait and uh, get his blocking going there, and then go upfield and picking his way through the defense. Really uh, shifty running there by Scholes. Chance for Mitchell to take the lead on this drive. They trail 6-0 here with 6.30 to go in the half. It's second and one from the Sturgis 27. Run up the middle, first down here, and a lot more. Nice aggressive run there by Mick Daly. Gain of five for the first down. Kind of bowled over a linebacker there. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty impressive. He just said, get out of my way. And when they start running like that, when they start running with purpose, good things happen. A lot of times last year, Sean, we saw this team get into the goal line, get inside the 20, and then, then they just couldn't get Locked the ball down. in the end zone. So. Yep. That was oh, yeah. another thing. They, they, they got to score when they're they're at the 23 right now. They got to score here with six minutes to go in the half. Several times against some of the best teams. They were able to move the ball really well between the 20s, even against teams like Brookings, and then things just bogged down. That was one of their big problems was sustaining drives last season. A tight formation now for Mitchell. We haven't seen this. First and 10 from the 23. Now guys moving, and just like that, we got a false start. Mm. They were going to pitch it to uh, Palmer, and he was going to go left side, but then you had McDaly, he also shifted. He had a lot of movement in that backfield, and now it's going to be another five-yard penalty. And, you know, things get tough there for the offense when you have that many guys moving around, guys start to get a little bit antsy and start worrying about the snap count, and you know, you just got to be careful. Got to keep things kind of as simple as possible when you have a good drive going like this. And that was a different formation. We had not seen that. Mitchell had gone, you know, three or four, sometimes five wide. Uh, all, I mean, every every uh, play thus far, Schultz had been in the shotgun. He's now under center. They're going to try this formation again. They've got two guys right, one in the back, one left. Man in motion. Schultz is going to have a quarterback sneak. He's going to pick up a couple yards, and a lot more is going to pick up about 20 yards. Where did that come from? <laughs> Looked like it was going to be a gain of maybe two. First and 15 from the 28. He gets inside the 10. Wow. Just I mean, that's poor, just an, an amazing, amazing effort by Scholes on that carry. I mean, it looked like he was going to be stopped two or three times and just kept on fighting off defenders and with sheer will got inside the 10-yard line. Gain of 21 on first and 15. That was that same formation, and they just did a quarterback sneak. Fantastic. Just as good an effort as Tyler had on that reception. Carrying defenders, first and goal for Mitchell. It's a seven-pitch right side. Are they going to throw it? They're going to throw it, and it's going to be caught. They think they caught it. Caught for they the did. touchdown. Mick Daly with the touchdown throw. Who caught the ball? Tyson Sabres with the reception. We saw that for a similar play earlier. Seven-yard touchdown pass from running back Mick Daly to receiver Tyson Sabres for the touchdown. Wow. We're tied at six with 5.08 to go here in this first half. Kind of a delayed reaction there on the official signal because it looked like it may have been picked off. I mean, there's a defender out there fighting for it, and it may have even been deflected. But somehow, some way, Sabres comes down with it, and a great finish to a good drive by the Colonels. Brennan Rose on for the PAT to make it 7-6. Kick is up and good. 7-6 Mitchell. They take their first lead of the season. Seven-yard pass, running back daily to Sabres. We're back in 60 seconds on KORN.
Best offensive drive of the season for the Colonels. 5.08 to go as they take the lead 7-6 here over Sturgis. It was first and goal from the seven. They had pitched it right side to running back Mick Daly and looked like he was going to run, but then that was, a, I think, a pretty much a, a designed pass for Daly to pass. He found uh, number two Tyson Sabres in the back of the end zone in the right corner uh, for the touchdown. Sturgis was saying, no, he didn't catch it. Mitchell obviously saying that he did. Bit of a scramble of bodies in the back of the end zone. And finally, the officials say that Sabres did catch it. And the PAT from Rose is good. So 7-6. Mitchell with the lead. Mitchell will get the ball to start the third quarter. So if you can get a stop here, 5.08 to go. This may be the last chance here for Sturgis offensively in this quarter. Again, defense, Sean's been excellent. We were looking for some life out of that offense, and really it was that 31-yard pass up the middle to Jager Tyler that kind of got this offense going. Yep, that was the big spark that the Colonels desperately needed after having so many misfires on offense, and uh, that was a, a great drive there by the Colonels. Eight plays, 65 yards, or excuse me, seven plays and 67 yards, and uh, a really nice response after struggling in this first half. Rose with the squib kick. It's taken at the 27, up to the 40, down at the 43-yard line. Great start here for Sturgis as they started their drive here with 5.03 to go. And I think the Colonels are okay with that. I mean, the field position's good, but the defense has been playing so well in this first half. I think they're kind of up for this even more so now because they got those points that they needed. I mean, a defense gets so fired up after the, the offense gets points. So here we go. See what Owen Cass can do. He played great two years ago as a sophomore. Threw for well over 300 yards back in 2020. Colonels have kind of stopped him here. 7-6. Mitchell with the lead. First and 10 for the Scoopers at their own 44. Three receivers to the left. They give it to roll off up the middle. He'll be at the 49-yard line. Gain five on first down. We saw that. I mean, that was the exact same formation they scored on the 39-yard touchdown run. He had three receivers to one side. Nobody on the short end of the field. And that was the, the exact same play. This time, roll off. Only gained five instead of 39. And so you, you give the Colonels' defense some credit for making some good in-game adjustments that fast. Because, I mean, if they would have got gashed again, they'd have a lot to work on here at halftime. Second and five from their own 49. Three receivers for Cass in the shotgun. He hands it off again. Roloff going to be tackled for loss. Going to lose a couple on second down. That was another uh, tackle for loss there by Trayvon Austell. 6'3", senior, 180. He's had a couple of those tonight. Yeah, that was just great pursuit. He got into the backfield in a hurry and made a good, sure tackle. I mean, if your defense is playing well, you see stuff like that where they make good quality tackles and they don't have any misses allowing the uh, running back to get extra yardage. So really nice form tackle there for the Colonels. Under four minutes to go until halftime. Colonels lead 7-6 versus Sturgis. Third and seven, just shy of uh, midfield. Cast back to pass, as all day. Nearly intercepted, a punt coming up. Looking, of course, for tie and bust. Pretty much every pass has been to him. Right near the uh, the official and uh, right near a linebacker. I think, I think A.J. Seamson may have been there. Drake Yerke, the linebacker, got a mid on it, nearly picked it off. So, again, another three and out for Mitchell here. 
with yeah. 3.40 to go in the half. Yeah, defense is uh, really starting to fire on all cylinders since that touchdown drive. And, you know, Cass was looking over the middle there. and Bryce uh, Palmer drops the punt at the 2, gets it up to the 10. Could have a big return at the 20. And we got another flag. Doesn't matter what he does. He's out at the 35. Not a late hit. Maybe a late hit. No, but again... Mitchell going to be stuck inside their own 10-yard line on another good return here by yeah. Bryce Palmer. Yeah, and it's a shame that's going to be coming back as now Colonels are going to be backed up again inside their own 20. But just going back to that pass from Cass, I mean, he, he was kind of dialed in to uh, his receiver bust the whole time, and I think that's why the Colonels were able to defend that so well because they were scouting him. They had a quarterback spy out there, and as soon as he threw that pass, he stepped into it, had no pressure on him, just really well defended that time by the Colonels and forced a three and out you know they got the points they got the three and out so they got some momentum on their sides and it would be huge to be able to finish this half off with more points and again for Mitchell we have this penalty here 326 to go another hold on the punts as that punt was over the head of Palmer he he did just get it on uh, inside the five yard line did get it at the two so 326 here Mitchell's got a long way to go. They're going to set this ball up at the uh, six-yard line. Six-yard line. So they've got 94 yards to go. At the very least, you don't want to give Sergis the ball back here. Well, first and ten, I guess they're going to put it at the seven. So first and ten on the seven here with the holding on the uh, Palmer punt return. Palmer gained about 30 yards on the punt return. Well, 3.26 to go here. First and ten for Mitchell at their own goal line at the seven. Four receivers, man in motion. They're going to give it to the motion man right side to the 10, to the 15, 20. First down, gain of 12 as they give it to Bryce Palmer. So Palmer, a gain of 12 on first down, gets Mitchell out of the shadow of their own goal line. Plus, he also stops the clock here. He's got to kind of manage the clock here. You do have all three of your timeouts. They're going to have another penalty. Oh, they're going to bring this one back. Oh, geez. Another holding call. Holding call on A.J. Seamson. So that negates a first down run there by Palmer. And more mistakes. I mean, penalties are becoming an issue here. 319 to go. It's going to be first and 10 back at the 7. So start back where we started from. First and 10 at the 6. Tatter formation. Scholes under center. Going to give it off the middle here. Big run. It'll be near a first down, about two yards shy for Jager Tyler. That one nearly was a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, about one guy to miss. That could have been a 94-yard touchdown by Jager Tyler. And that was his first official rush of the game, and he got a good burst out of it. So there's another give guy. The ball. you got to get him involved. Absolutely. I mean, he had that touchdown pass misfire that was wide open on the gadget play. But, yeah, get him going on some jet sweeps or just some quick throws. Just get him going. So clock uh, running down here, 2.45 to go. They do give him the first down. So first and 10 at the 17. Tyler does get enough for the first down. Schultz under center, man in motion. They fake the pitch. Schultz going to keep it himself, get a good gain up the middle to the 30, gain of at least 20 at the 50-yard line, down at the 40, a big gain of nearly 40 yards. And Mitchell threatening to score again before the end of the half. Pretty simple play. They fake the pitch left side. Schultz with the quarterback keeper, and he gains about 40 yards on the play. 
Yeah, really well done by Scholes, just being patient and out juking a couple defenders and then just turning on the Jets, going down that right sideline, getting across midfield. And uh, another nice spark play here by the Colonels. Now they've had a handful of those in the second quarter. Colonels will call a timeout. They have two remaining. They have it first and 10 at the Sturgis 40. Mitchell up 7-6 with 2.20 to go until the half. We're need back. points. We need. We'll be back in 30 seconds. We'll see if Mitchell scores back in 30 on KORN. Game. That's my official 7-6. Mitchell with the lead here, Sean, and a big 40-yard run by the quarterback, Trayson Schultz. Again, this drive started at the 6. They're in, in, what, two or three plays later, they're already at the 40-yard line of Sturgis. And, boy, you score here, you make it 14-6. You get the ball to start the third quarter. Uh, good chance here. You get up 21-6. You got a chance to, to really, uh, to really uh, take control of this ball game. Yeah, and after Sturgis jumped out to a 6-0 lead at the end of the first quarter when the offense had opportunities but just kept on misfiring. But now they're making the most of those opportunities and have a great chance to have a ton of momentum going into halftime. 2.20 to go. Uh, two timeouts for Mitchell. Clock is not an issue. Tight formation. Shoals back to pass. Fakes the pitch. Wide open left side. Cut at the 15. To the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Mitchell. There you go. McDaly on the catch. Onto the backfield from 40 yards. Shoals to Daly from 40 yards out. 13 to 6. Colonels with 2.10 to go here in the half. We were waiting for a big play <laughs> offensively through the air, had a couple guys open, found McDaly. That was beautiful. I mean, it took him a while to see him. He actually had two receivers open, streaking down the field there that he could have taken his pick of, really. And he, he put the ball in the money that time where the receiver could get it and run with it so he wouldn't have to slow down. And the Colonels with a nice drive here just before halftime. Rose on the point after. It's good. 14-6, Colonels ahead of Sturgis, 2-10 to go in the half. We're back in one minute on KORN. It is the seventh annual Colonel Bowl, and the Colonels looking really good here, Sean, with back-to-back -back touchdowns, a 40-yarder from Trayson Schultz to Mick Daly. It's now 14-6 with 2-10 to go in the half, and, boy, Colonels get one more stop here going to halftime up by eight. How's this for being explosive? Three plays, 93 yards. Pretty good. Took well, less than a minute, maybe a minute and a half. Run up the uh, sideline here near the 50-yard line. Good return near midfield. So Sturt is going to have a great opportunity maybe to tie this game up. Aiden Hitterman up the right sideline. Short kick, gained about 30-35 on the return near midfield. So this is great for Sturgis. they got a score here. They'll start in Colonel territory at the 48-yard line. Well, and another opportunity here for the defense. You know, you're being put into kind of a tough position, but a good challenge for them, you know. I mean, Sturgis has really good field position here to possibly tie this thing up before halftime. This could be a big part in the game. Either Sturgis ties it up or Mitchell holds, and they keep the lead. 2.02 to go. Colonels up 14-6. to 48-yard line of Mitchell. Cass in the shotgun. Three receivers set. Going to pass up the middle. It's dropped by Buss. Would have been right near the sticks. He wants a flag, but his great defense there by Jager Tyler. He was our player of the game last week. and I mean, he's right on him. You put your best defender, yeah. Jager Tyler, on their best receiver, which they are. Yeah, that was just blanket defense that time. A three-receiver set right up the middle. Caught at the 30 to the 20 down at the... 
13-yard line. That was a quick snap and a catch right up the middle. Gain of about 27. Reese Jacobs catches it. Nobody had him. He snuck out right up the middle. Now a minute 50 to go there inside the 20-yard uh, line. Boy, that one was blown coverage. Yeah, that was just a huge missed assignment. I mean, that was a quick pass right over the middle, and nobody accounted for the receiver, and that's a huge play here. Sets him up for a possible score with 90 seconds left. First and 10 at the 12. Look for a run right side to Rolf here. They'll call a timeout. I mean, this is the same formation that they scored on. Three receivers left. You have the running back right. They'll take a timeout. We'll keep it here. A few uh, scores from college football. Really the first big day of college football. Uh, Kansas State with a 20-0 lead over USD late first quarter. Of course, we had uh, the SDSU game on. What a rock fight that oh, was. 7-3. to Brutal. Iowa with a win over the Jackrabbits. Uh, Wisconsin up early on Illinois State. 7-0 early second quarter. Got Alabama up on Utah State. 3-0 early in the first. So a few more scores from uh, around the uh, world of college football. Utah and Florida, they're tied at seven at the end of the first quarter. Possibly, maybe, joined by uh, volleyball head coach Deb Phil here at half. A close 3-0 sweep as they lose to Huron. But they lost the second and third sets by two points each. So good showing in defeats here for Mitchell Volleyball. They fall to 3-3 three three on the season. And a pair of wins for Mitchell Soccer earlier this afternoon. The boys and girls beat Douglas in a doubleheader sweep. Colonels with one timeout, minute 31 to go. Three receivers for Cass at the 12, looking to score, scrambling. Good pressure. He's going to run. He's past the line of scrimmage, going to walk in for the touchdown. From 12 yards out, Owen Cass scores, and they're a two-point conversion away. But we have a flag. Oh, this Man, could be holding. holding. Yeah, you got you got a lineman oh, out there boy. saying, what? What did I do? Zach I bet it's Jolfs. him. I bet it's him, number 77, the one that's complaining. Yeah, Zach Jolfs, he's looking back at the referees with his arms up like, what did I do? You held somebody. Yeah, and when you do that, that makes you look guilty. Yes. So this could negate a 12-yard touchdown. It will. By the quarterback. Let's see what the call is here. It will. Still awaiting the call. Holding. On Mitchell. Well, there you go. Are you kidding me? You rare. I mean, on a running play. You rarely see holding on defense on a run. On a running play. I don't oh. understand that call at all. If only we could hear the, you know, the number and what happened. I would love to know what they saw. See if Sturgis goes Who, for two here. It's very weird. Who's holding defensively on a running play? No. Yeah. Uh, Melissa's is in the. Uh, it's a cornerback uh, holding a receiver. That was a long developing play. For Cass, back to pass. Had to be somebody in the secondary. So the goal for two here, try and tie it up at 14. Four receivers here at the two-yard line. Cass going to look to the right. Going to run for it. And he's going to get in. 14-14, just like that. After a defensive battle here, we may have an offensive shootout here in the second half. 14-14 here with a minute 21 to go. Before halftime, not good news for Mitchell. There's Bryce Palmer slow to get up. And around the Bryce Palmer, that's a lineman. That is number 64 there for Mitchell. That's Carson Jennings slow to get up. So hopefully Jennings is okay. Well, got a brand new ball game here, 14-14.
A minute quick, 21 a to go. Another one. Sturgis offense. I've been waiting for the Sturgis offense to do something. They and, did. Uh, they finally did with the passing game. And that was such an important time to do something because Mitchell had all the momentum on their side when they were down 6 nothing early, had a couple of touchdown drives to take the lead. And as we said, if they would have got that stop there, they'd have the ball first in the third quarter. But in three plays, Sturgis took it away just like that. And we got a brand-new ball game here at halftime. So both teams score on three play scoring drives here at the end of the half. That was a quick response. Mitchell scored with 2.10 left to go just before half, and less than a minute later with 121 left, Sturgis answers because of the good field position. Don't forget, they started at the 48-yard line after a nice return. All started with that good kickoff return. We'll see if Mitchell can give themselves a shot here. They only have one timeout left, though, with a minute 20 to go. Palmer back to return this one. See, uh, Jager Tyler is going to take it inside the 10. Up to the 20. Tyler near midfield. Now right side looking to bust a big one. He'll be down at the 30. So we have a minute 13 to go. What a 22-yard return here for Tyler. And again, you would like to see Mitchell, I think, be a little bit aggressive here because... You scored so quickly on that last drive for one. Yeah, I mean. You've had many opportunities for big plays. You have. and Your receivers have been getting consistently open, whether you hit them or not. I mean, he missed a, a couple of big ones in the first quarter, but found a couple more and hit them in this second quarter. So, yeah, I agree. Just go right back to it. Now, they're probably going to adjust defensively to prevent a big play. But, yeah, why not turn it loose? And Mitchell gets the ball to start the second half. So, 14-14. Minute 10 to go. Shoals back to pass. That one no good. Had, a, had Seamson wide open in the flats left side. Could have maybe been close to a first down, but ball was nowhere near him there on first down. Yeah, and and that's just timing and rhythm and just being more accurate. I mean, he, he had the sideline, and that was just supposed to be a design quick throw out left, and you just got to try to get that to him, and it was going to take off maybe – Two or three seconds off the clock. He was headed for the out-of-bounds anyway if he caught that. Five receivers set here for Schultz. Let's see if this may be quarterback keeper. He's back to pass. Five receivers out there. Same play. Again, just loads long throws. And Jacob yeah. Tyler, it's over his head. Different receiver, but, yeah, exact same spot where he threw last play. Just long throws where you're throwing that ball, you know, 20, 25 yards. It just takes too long to get there. To maybe pick up five. Yeah. You know? And they're thinking too much. Yeah, okay, left, left, left. I mean... You got time. Go over the field. Just take a shot down the field, just like you did on your last touchdown drive. Launch it up there and just see what happens. You know, even if they don't catch it, maybe you get a penalty and you get a short field with a minute to go here. See if Mitchell runs this ball. They have another five receivers set. It's third and ten from their own 30. In danger of giving it back to this pretty good Sturgis team. Blitz, another one, three straight plays, exactly the same. We get a penalty, though, in the this will be defensive. backfield. So yeah. This will extend the drive here for Mitchell. And one more flag coming in after the fact. So I think every referee saw the same penalty, and Mitchell's going to get a break here. So Jager Tyler, again, really had no chance to catch that ball. So We got a, a Sturgis scooper kind of shaken up on that play. We got a, a substitution coming out here. Tyen Buss is coming in for... Number 26? Yeah. 26, then. 26 or 29, yeah. Kale Jolly. Their wide receiver. Senior and defense DB backs. is coming out. So he got dinged up on that play. 
Now we sort out the penalty. They're still talking it over. Feels but like it's taken a while to get these penalties uh, yeah, figured out. It, it does. I mean, it kind of feels like everyone's seeing different things, and they're not quite sure what they're calling. I still don't understand the defensive call on Mitchell on the uh, touchdown. And they're still talking things over. Pass interference on Mitchell. Boy, are we wrong a lot. we got to start predicting God. things. Well, I guess it's not going to be an extension of the drive. Uh, Pat, you can go all season long and not get a pass interference call on the offense. So it's at the 30-yard line. They're going to decline the penalty, and uh, Mitchell's going to be and uh, punting here, and they took 20 seconds off the clock. I didn't catch the number. It could not have been Jagger Tyler, who was I mean, the intended receiver. He was laying out for it with no defenders around him, so like, that like, takes him out of it. Unless it was a pick play they called to get somebody open, I didn't see it. We'll assume the officials were right here, but the play didn't take that long to develop. It felt no. like you couldn't even have. How, how can you have that? Have pass interference? It, it, it didn't take more than two or three. Unless seconds. there's a tug of a jersey or something, I just I don't I don't get that. Sabers with the punt. Nobody back there to return it. It's going to end up inside the 30 yard line. A great punt for Sabers down at the 26. He let that one go near the 20. That'll be a good pickup. Uh, about a 40 45 yard punt for Sabers. He's been great tonight. Again, uh, three timeouts for Sturgis. 48 seconds to go. We're tied at 14, Sean. Two years ago when these teams played Sturgis, end of the first half, ended with a 50-yard pass for Sturgis. So there is plenty of time. The field is not long enough to say, oh, they're not going to do anything. Well, and, and this is such an important time for the Colonels' defense to not give up a play like you're describing. Yes. Because they did just give up the lead on a quick drive last time the scoopers were out, and now they need to get a stop here just to keep this game tied. First and 10 at the 26. Three receivers to the right of Owen Cass. Cass is going to hand it off to Roloff. Roloff's going to mm. go left side. He's going to pick up three. Boy, is that conservative. There's 40 seconds to go, and again, like I remember that play from two years ago. I'm sure both of these teams do. You use a timeout, you gain a couple yards, you gain three yards on first down. You've done pretty well throwing it on this team. Yeah, they're being the past careful. couple drives. And again, you are not going to get the ball. Mitchell will get the ball. So really, I mean, there's no reason why you wouldn't try and drive this ball down the field, be aggressive. You've got three timeouts, now down to two. Maybe you see if he could break one there. you got second and seven coming up. I guess that's why we're up here and it is. they're down there. They, they they feel like, you know what, that was a pretty good touchdown drive we got. Then we just got to stop here defensively to keep it tied at 14. So let's let's uh, let's keep this mild amount of uh, momentum going into the second half and let's try to get a stop defensively to open up the third. And both teams here late in this second quarter, they've scored on three play drives. Mitchell had a three-play 93-yard drive. Yep. And Sergis had a three-play 48-yard drive. Boom, boom. No, uh, Less than a minute by the scoopers to respond. And, and I'm always surprised, you know, how much time and effort it takes to put together a football game plan, no matter what level you're at. And you've got, you know, four or five plays here to take an opportunity here mm-hmm. to put some points on the board. And we'll see if uh, Sturgis is a little bit more aggressive here. Second and seven from the 29. And they're not. They just run it oh. up the middle to the 35. It'll be a first down at the 40. And the clock will stop for the change here with just 31 seconds to go. But you put so much time into into uh, these games every week, and now you've got a shot here to put some points on the board, and they seem content just to run the clock out. Even though they're now up to the 40-yard line with 25 seconds to go, two timeouts. Cast back to pass, looking right, up the middle. 
Caught by Buss now at the 47-yard line. The problem now is the time. There's only 19 seconds to go. Still have the two timeouts. They're in Colonel territory at the 47. Really nice pass there by Cass. Just drop back, quick shot over the middle, and a quick 12 yards. And now you only have two plays to go. There's 10 seconds to go. Cass looking, scrambling, going to pass it up the middle for another first down. But we have a penalty here in the Sturgis backfield. See, now there's only five seconds left. You wasted too much time. You didn't use your timeouts. And that pretty much ends the half you there. You weren't aggressive enough at the beginning of that drive, running the ball twice. And that is Sturgis's first penalty wow. of this first half. So in that department, they have been very clean compared to Mitchell's six first half penalties. And yet you look up and we're tied going mm -hmm. into halftime. What a strange first half, but really fun. And they're going to take a timeout. They're going to have one left. So one timeout remaining here. They'll take one. Five seconds. And like I said, two years ago, they were right at the same spot in the field. It was literally the same situation from two years ago. Boy, do you hope you're not jinxing them. God, right I now. hope I'm not. If they give up a touchdown here, you're not going to hear the end of it, my friend. They're at the 43-yard line, their own 43, so they're nearly 60 yards away. But again, there is no reason not to put this up. I remember what happened. I'm sure both of these teams remember what happened two years ago. It's the exact same quarterback, exact same coaching staff. So, again, if you are Sturgis, there's five seconds to go. You're 57 yards away. We've seen a you know, pass interference call, a holding call in the defensive backfield. Throw it up, see what happens. The only other thing that you might see is them attempt a quick sideline pattern that takes – Three seconds off the, the clock 50. and get you closer. You do have a timeout left. Five so back seconds. the only other thing I would see them do, but this does not look like that kind of formation. Mitchell has four defensive backs. This looks like a draw up the middle. 30 yards away. So five seconds to go. First and 20 at the 43. There's your draw up the middle. Sturgis is going to run it up the middle to the 40. And there's going to be a gain of about 20, and that runs out the clock. So we're tied at 14. Anybody's ball game here between Sturgis is roll off, slow to get up. As he gains around 20-plus yards to run out the half. Mitchell 14, Sturgis 14. We get some scores, some stats, a very lengthy halftime show. You could probably drive to Alexandrian back and still make it back in time. We're back in three minutes. We're tied at 14, 7th annual Colonel Bowl between the Colonels and the Scoopers of Sturgis. We're back in three minutes. Halftime up next. Couple minutes away here from the start of the second half. It's the seventh annual Colonel Bowl here at Joe Quinnell Field. 14-14. We're tied up. Mitchell and Sturgis. I'm Travis Krenz. Sean Michaels to my right here. Also uh, with the Colonel Bowl, they've turned this into really a, a huge, huge weekend for Colonel Athletics, and they've kind of turned this into the Hall of Fame weekend as well, and they've got four new inductees of the Hall of Fame, the first ever uh, father-son duo to be named to the Mitchell High School Hall of Fame, uh, Ron Wimblemo Jr. and his uh, father, Rob uh, Wimblemo Sr., uh, senior, he graduated from Mitchell in 1947. Uh, actually uh, played for the L.A. Dodgers, uh, believe it or not. So Ron Wiblamo, uh, Sr., graduated from Mitchell in 1947. Uh, he was signed as a pitcher to the Brooklyn Dodgers at age 17 and spent two years in the uh, Dodgers organization. And uh, a great, uh, great athlete here for the uh, Colonels. And then his son, uh, Ron Wiblamo Jr., he also went here to uh, Mitchell High School in 1971. As a senior, he was first uh, state all-defensive uh, all back 
as an All-Stater, and in that same year also led the basketball team, uh, led the ESD Conference in scoring, was first-team All-State, uh, not only in basketball but in football, Ron Weblamo Jr. Uh, also getting inducted this year is uh, Phil Collins, 1976 graduate uh, here of Mitchell High School, a great uh, track athlete uh, here in Mitchell. Uh, numerous uh, state track medals for him, second and third place medals. Also went on to uh, run track at Dakota West and also pretty good football player as well. Phil Collins, a 1976 graduate here of Mitchell. Then uh, Carla Snedeker, a 1983 graduate. She was a great runner uh, for Mitchell in her five-year career, including the 1,600-meter uh, run at the Howard Wood Relays and also at the state meet in 1980 as she broke uh, several school and meet records. And she was a five-year letter winner, a great runner for Mitchell, as she still lives here, Carla Snedeker, a 1983 Mitchell High graduate. Congratulations, four new members of the uh, Mitchell High School Hall of Fame class of 2022. Mitchell will start with the ball here, Sean, in the second half as we're tied at 14 apiece. A late flurry of offense for, for both teams. I was kind of talking there with about five minutes to go. Maybe Mitchell could get the ball and score again and kind of run this clock out, but both teams had the ball multiple times in those final uh, four minutes, four or five minutes. Both teams had one-minute scoring drives or thereabouts. So uh, we've seen a lot of good things, big improvements from last week's 45-6 to loss versus an excellent Yankton team. Uh, what are you looking for here? Mitchell starts off with the ball here. As, uh, they've proven they can move the ball against the Sturgis defense. Yeah, well, what I'm looking for is hopefully a fast start by the Colonels. You know, don't wait to get going. Uh, let's try to get Tristan Scholes going like he did in that second quarter. Defensively, keep rocking. I mean, they did give up that touchdown late before halftime, but for the most part, they played pretty solid, and I fully agree, a, a big improvement from last week. Return here, it's a short kick. It may go out of bounds. Nope, it'll stay in bounds at the 15. It'll be uh, taken at the 20 by Lucas Bennett. Only a return of seven for Bennett. Fumble, did this one come out? Nope, he was down. Bennett loses the football, but he was down. Sturgis is celebrating like crazy on the yep. sideline, but the, the referee came in immediately and pointed to the ground. This will be Colonel football. So that was a, kind of a messy kick. It landed at the 15-yard line after rolling about uh, 15 or 20 yards, and Lucas Bennett tried to cut it up the field, but went to too far east and west. Only a gain of seven for Bennett. So a long field here for Mitchell. They'll have it first and 10 at their own 22. They'll have a tight formation. Couple tight ends out there, just off the uh, left and right tackle. Man in motion. They'll get it up the middle. Big run, nice physical run by Jager Tyler. Gain of seven on first down, just shy of the 30. Again, Jager Tyler, he rarely gets the ball, but boy, he is uh, uh, shown out here when he's gotten his hands on that football tonight. Yeah, I mean, that's only his second carry in this game, and so far 17 yards. I mean, keep giving him that football. Keep finding a way to mix him in. So Mitchell's got uh, a trio of running backs, Mick Daly, Bryce Palmer, and Jager Tyler to that. He's a receiver. By the way, he also had that spectacular catch back in the first half as well. 31-yard catch. Second and three, Tyler gets it up the middle, loss of one on the play. Good push by the defensive front here of Sturgis. Got Aiden Wingler at a defensive tackle. Also Zach Julfs and Aaron 
Morvitz, the uh, three linemen here for Sturgis. Yeah, that was a very quick reaction there by the Scoopers defense. They, they saw what was coming pretty fast and didn't let Tyler get that explosiveness going up the middle. Third and four, Colonel's opening drive here of the third quarter. They're at the 28-yard line, tight formation, two in the backfield, man in motion. Quarterback sneak, Scholl's going to carry folks, going to be right near the line. We've seen that pick up quite a few yards in the quarterback sneak in the first half. They're going to give him the first down. He gains four on third and four. Yeah, really nice job, Scholl's. I mean, just tucking and running. That looked like it was a pretty standard quarterback keeper. Let's get a good push up the middle kind of a run, but it was such a good push that his feet kept on going and he got four yards out of it when it was just supposed to be maybe a quick push for a yard or two. Well done. And you don't really expect to see that a whole lot in the the normal offense and he had a what a big 20 30 yard run on a quarterback sneak right up the middle in that first half so a third down conversion for the colonels first and 10 from the 33 back to pass shoals running to his left got to get rid of it finds a man caught by palmer at the 35 a minimal gain but better than the sack yeah they'll gain three yards there on first down that was the key is making something out of nothing because shoals was in trouble Great job keeping that play alive, and really nice job by Palmer just to kind of stay with the play and give your quarterback something to throw to. Hey, good job by Schultz keeping that play alive. Picks up three yards, make it four. Every little bit helps. Nine and a half minutes to go, third quarter. Mitchell and Sturgis tied at 14. Second and six from their own 37. Another tight formation. McDaly in motion. They'll pitch it off to Daly right side, looking for the edge. Stiff arm. Horse nope, collar. Gonna get the horse collar. Going to sneak through. I think he's going to get the first down. Gain of six. Where's the flag? They had him at the back of the jersey there. Maybe gets five. He'll be maybe just short of the first down. They're going to give it to him. Nope. Third down. Going to be third in a long one. So. Oh, how is there no flag on that play? That's about as plain as day. Tugging on the back of a guy's jersey from behind and no flag that's amazing to me in this day when they're paying so much attention to player safety that was an easy one to call but no flag unless they didn't uh, you know bring him down that's the only thing i could think of so it's so third and one here for mitchell at the 42 let's see if they can get another third down conversion another tight formation diamond formation in the backfield Man in motion, Shoals tries the quarterback, sneak it again. He'll pick up three or four yards. Wow, what a push. Three, four yards past the 45 for another first down. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't Mm-mm. have to be fancy. No. Shoals with a gain of four. He needed one. And a great start here for Mitchell. A lengthy drive. This will be play number seven already. And back-to-back third-down conversions. Yeah, th- this is beautiful physical football right here by the Colonels to open up this game. And this is how you wear down your opponent. Just chunk at a time, outplay them in the trenches, and keep on moving those sticks. Really good-looking drive so far by Mitchell. It's already a four-minute drive, play number seven. First and ten at their own 46. Another man in motion. They give it up the middle. Tackle, nothing going there. Maybe a loss of one. And give it, I guess, to the fullback position. Tyler. Jager Tyler. So what they do is they put a man in motion in the backfield. They fake a pitch to that guy, and sometimes they give it up to the up back, that being Jager Tyler. So uh, Tyler with a gain of zero sets up second and ten. 
Boy, this is going to be the eighth play of the drive already, and we've already gone four and a half minutes in this quarter. Really nice job here by the Colonels to open up this half, but they got to keep on moving those chains. If Mitchell can get uh, maybe even half of this quarter off the uh, clock. Man in motion again, tight formation. They're going to pitch it left side. There's Lucas Bennett's got some room at the 50. He'll get a first down, down at the 39-yard line. Oh. Gain of 15 for Lucas Bennett. The train coming through. That was beautiful. I mean, just breaking tackle after tackle, power football, and dragging defenders on his way inside the 40-yard line. Yeah, when Mitchell's offense is running good, it looks like this. Yes. Keeping that ball on the ground, this is what they want to do. Smash mouth football, taking it right to them, outplaying them in the trenches and wearing them down. This is taking up half the quarter. Third first down already, play number nine of this drive that started way back on the 22. They pitch it this time. Nope, shows with the quarterback. Keeper right side at the 30-yard line, about a yard shy of the first down. Nearly broke a big one. That'll set up a <laughs> yeah. second and short here for Mitchell at the 30. For a moment, I thought he was going to break it, and I thought he was gone. I mean, someone grabbed him by the back of the shoe to get him down. Otherwise, Tristan Scholes might be walking in the end zone right there. And you do this, then you do the play action, and somebody might be open. But as yep. long as the running game is... Oh, that opens up everything. Oh, yeah. As long as this running game is continuing to... Uh, I would do it right here, to be honest with you. Big play fake that they're probably going to bite on and just drop one deep right here. Second and two from the Sturgis 31. So six, down in distance, too. Six-minute drive. This one back to pass. Rolling out right. Short pass to Tyler. He's got room with the 20. Flag down. He's out at the 14. We'll see what this flag is. Going to be a close one here. It's coming back. Schultz is already walking backwards. Be a hold on Mitchell as Tyler picks up 15, 16 yards. Again, just a short pass, and he did the rest of the work. Yeah, and it was set up nicely. Just had that... Uh, the holding call that's going to negate this and also breaks up really good momentum on this drive. I mean, just chunk, chunk, chunk. Mitchell was going down the field, and now they're going backwards for the first time on this drive. So now we see if the offense can make up for a big uh, mistake like that when they're going to be backed up here on second down and long. This is already a 10-play, six-minute drive. We're tied at 14. Keep that Surge's offense off the field. So we'll put the ball back at the 41-yard line. It'll be, let's see, a second and two turns into a second and 12. And they've been doing this tight formation. Much different than the spread out offense we saw in the first half. This one, oh, nice shifty move here on the left side. A big run for Bennett. Bennett to the 31-yard line. He'll be just around that first down marker. That was nearly a tackle for loss. But Lucas Bennett, he's had a couple of big runs in this third quarter, and he'll be a yard shy of the first down, gain of 11. Oh, that was a beautiful run by Bennett. The initial juke that he did right around the line of scrimmage area to get away from that first defender who looked like he had him dead to rights, but really, really nice shifty footwork there by Bennett to nearly pick up a first down just one yard short. Now for Sturgis, you have to be aware of the quarterback sneak. Third and one for Mitchell at the 30. Five, 11 play. Five minutes to go. They give it up the middle. First down for the Colonels. Good burst. Gain of three right there. Tyler. There you go. Give it to Jager. Tyler, he gains three yards. First down for Mitchell with their fourth here of the drive. This is beautiful. I don't know how many drives they're going to have like this all season long. What This will be the 12th play. Yep. This is uh, coming up on seven and a half minutes. They're still only, though, at the 27-yard line. And 
boy, do they need points here. I mean, yeah. you just got to get something out of this drive. As, as good as this has been, this is really your chance to put your, your foot down here on this game. Seems in right, and they got Sabres left. Man in motion. Schull's going to keep it himself. Uh, gain of zero on first down. A lot of movement here in this uh, Colonel backfield. And you just wonder, when are they going to pass? They've passed once or twice on this drive. Are they going to take a big shot sooner or later? Sturgis going to stack that line of scrimmage. Loss of one on first down. Yeah, I'd, I'd go to it right here, even if that means a little uh, option pass here for Shoals. Just get him on the move, get your receivers on the move, and just uh, try to get at least uh, you know half of it right here to give yourself a chance on third down. Four minutes to go here in this third quarter. It's been all Mitchell. Man in motion, another quarterback sneak, a good gain of about seven. Now that is just wow on second down. I feel like I'm playing Madden sometimes. You just do that on Madden, <laughs> pick up a quick quarterback sneak and gain a five. I think more than that. It's 13 plays on this drive, and we're now down to 3:45 left in this third quarter. Sturgis has not had the football yet. It's threatening to be a nine-minute drive. We're tied at 14, but you got to get points. I mean, this is all for naught. If you don't get points here. You got two shots here. Third and five from the Sturgis 22. Mitchell has 12 first downs now in this game. Another wing formation. They pitch it. Scholl's going to keep it himself. He's going to be right near the sticks. I think oh. he got it. I think he got the first down. Needed five yards. Oh, I think they're close. It's fourth down. And if not, just sneak it here. You got the fist over there on the far sideline. Fourth down and less than a yard. Just do it again. Straight up the middle. They need to get to the 18. They're between the 18 and 19. They're a half yard short. This will be the 15th play on this drive. This is amazing what the Colonels are doing. Big moment in this game. If they can get a first down here, they may take up the entire quarter. Fourth and inches. Shoals under center. Will he sneak it? They're at the 18-yard line. Needs a half yard. He's going to get it first down, Mitchell. Nice push. Got a couple yards. That was an easy first down. What a drive. This is one of the great drives Mitchell has put together in years. I think they put together maybe an 18-yard drive last year. I seem to remember that ended up in no points. Where are we at right now? This will be the 16th play. This is a this drive right here. This is a upcoming with 10-minute drive. 10-minute drive by the time they snap it here. Timeout now called by Mitchell. Wow. This is a yeah, 2.31 to oh, go. Oh, no, excuse me, Sturgis with the timeout. Yeah, I They're mean, tired. Imagine that. This is coming, this is coming up on a 20-play, a <laughs> 12-minute drive that very well could take up the entire yeah. uh, third quarter. If they keep going at this pace, four yards, five yards at a time, Sturgis is not going to get this football in the third quarter. That that's something I don't think I've ever seen. No, very rare. Mitchell has uh, will have the ball here first and ten at the sixteen yard line, so they can still get another first down inside the about the six. And this could be the drive that ultimately decides this game if Mitchell scores, just because Sturgis's defense is going to be gassed nice. after this drive. And if Mitchell can get that offense off the field quickly when they get the ball back. They're, they should be able to move that ball pretty well with that very tired Sturgis defense. And in real time, it's going to be, you know, 45 minutes since Sturgis is had the ball. You know, the 25-minute halftime, and plus mm -hmm. this entire quarter is going to take around 20 minutes. Yeah, it was, what, like 10, 10 after 7? That's what that we timeout was about. Yeah. That's why the coach called that timeout. He's looking at his defense. They're gassed. This has been nearly a 10-minute drive. He actually had to spend one of his three precious timeouts That's in a tight defense. game 
just to give his defense a rest because they are gassed on this drive. And like you said, though, you have to score a touchdown You here. need points. Yeah, I mean, this is such a big drive in this game. One, because Sturgis's defense is, you know, sucking air now, and they're down on their on their knees in between plays. And, and if Mitchell gets points here, this is just the drive of the game right here. And another one, because there's not a whole lot of time left. We're no, getting, we got one I mean, quarter left. I mean, each team might get two possessions each yep. moving forward. So 2.31 to go here coming out of the timeout. Unless of, unless, of course, we get three play drives like again crazy, in the yeah. fourth quarter. It's been a crazy uh, third quarter. Mitchell's had the ball the entire quarter, nine and a half minutes, first and ten at the Sturgis 16. A lot of running, a couple of short passes, that's it. A lot of quarterback sneaks and runs up the middle. Scholl's under center. First down, they give it up the middle. No, now right side to Mick Daly. He's at the 10-yard line, busted outside. He's going to score. Wow. 16-yard touchdown for Mick Daly. <laughs> Caps off an unbelievable drive with 2.23 to go. 78 yards, 17 plays. Took nine minutes and 37 seconds. 16-yard touchdown run from Mick Daly up the right side. PAT pinning here. Colonels up 2014. An excellent excellent drive by the Mitchell offense. That was just fantastic in every way. I mean, execution, the offensive line was outstanding, converting a fourth down when you had to have it. Everything was beautifully done on that drive by the Colonels. Kicker Brennan Rose, he's been pretty good tonight, two for two on extra points. Kicking towards the high school on the left side. This one up and good. 2.23 to go in the third quarter. Sturgis will get the ball for the first time in the second half. It's 21, I believe, yes. Scoreboard says 2014. He did kick that, right? I thought it was good. Was it not good? It looked like it went through to me. I did not see the official call. That is 21. Oh, thank goodness. There you go. 21-14. Mitchell is up by 7. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Colonel Football on KORN. Colonel's up 21-14 here versus Sturgis Sean in 17 plays, 78 yards, took nine and a half minutes. And Mick Daly finishing things off, his second touchdown on the night. I mean, that was a fantastic drive by the Colonels. Sturgis takes it at the 22, up to the 40. Big run there by Buss. Oh. They're going to have it at, at uh, midfield again. they got to get better at these kickoff returns. First of all, they're too short. And uh, another one at the uh, Colonel territory. Well, deja vu. I mean, there's shades of the end of the first half. Mitchell just took the lead. And then Sturgis got great field position on a good run back inside midfield and went right in the end zone on three plays. So it's up to the defense to change the result this time. Get out there, get that offense off the field because you know, you know Sturgis's defense is completely gassed right now. The last thing they want is a three and out. Yeah, this is exactly where they started one of those final drives, their scoring drive late in the uh, second quarter. First and 10, Sturgis already at the Mitchell 48. Four receivers set in the shotgun for Cass. Cass looking to his right, going for it all. Deep pass, out of bounds, no good. Great coverage on the play as well. By number 24 of Mitchell, that's Bryce Palmer. So they're going for it again. We haven't seen a big shot through the passing game here for Cass. Cass had 354 yards uh, last week and He's got 124 tonight. Yeah, yeah, he's got, uh, well, Cass through the year only had 67 yards oh, in that first half. It was uh, Tracy Scholes that went for 113 through the air. But, um, you know, 
That's just Mitchell's defense playing hard. Cass going to keep it himself right side, break a couple tackles. Ooh. Nice hit by Jager Tyler. Oh, to give him hit. a look. That was a clean hit, gain of two on second down. He gave him a look, too. I mean, lucky Jagger Tyler didn't get the flag there for unsportsmanlike conduct. Just really, really perfect defense on that sideline for a short game. State champion wrestler. I think he was honorable mention All-State last year. And early indications say Jager Tyler might be an All-Stater on the defensive side in the secondary gain of two so it's third and eight two minutes to go in the third quarter mitchell up 21 14. third and long got to get him off the field here third and eight a three receiver sets owen cass at midfield in the shotgun ready to pass fakes the handoff rolls out left deep roll out complete and a first down wide open and a lot more down to the 29 yard line catch made by reese jacobs Good gain of about 20. Remember at the end of that first half, we saw their running back, Gunner Roloff, uh, leave uh, leave very late off the field. He was hurt, and we have not seen him in the second half. So they may be without uh, their lead running back. So keep that in mind. Cast ran a play. They're probably going to throw more often than not here, down seven without their number one running back. First and 10 inside the Colonel 30. Quick pass and catch caught. First down by Bus. Gain of 12 on first down inside the 20-yard line. So, again, you can pretty much say goodbye, I think, to this Sturgis run game. Yeah, I mean, the Colonels have shut that down very well tonight. And, you know, last couple passes have just been quick throws. That then you see Roloff here running up and down the sideline, trying to get loose, trying to see if he's ready to go. Yeah, he's probably cramping up out there. They're probably trying to get him some Gatorade and get him ready to to get back out there but i mean th these quick passes have been trouble for the colonels on this drive first and 10 for sturgis at the 18 yard line looking to score and tie it up here with a minute to go in the third pump fake pass deep left good coverage did he catch it if he did it was an amazing catch he did he did boy 21 20 Colonels lead down to one. Fade on the left side. Was that Bus again? It was. Tying Bus at 5-10. Made a great catch inside the front pylon. Boy, if he got one foot down, that was it. Yeah, that was what I was thinking. Is If he was able to keep those feet in, that was impressive because there was not much room. Very well defended out there by the Colonels. Just a perfect pass. 18-yard touchdown and a pending the extra point will be tied at 21. Low snap, and that's the uh, kicker. It's good, but we'll do it again. It's the kicker, Sully Jost, the freshman. We'll have a whistle here on the PAT. So one team, Mitchell, took nine and a half minutes to score. Sturgis took about two minutes. Oh, encroachment here in, uh, on Mitchell, so they move early. Sturgis still not going to go for two. They're going to go for the kick. Try and tie this up here at 21. So, yeah, very quick drive here. What, about a minute and a half? Minute 45 is all it took. Sturgis to score. They did get the ball, though, at the Mitchell 48-yard line. So, not a very long drive in length or in time. Now what do we got going on here? They're going to go for two. So, this uh, encroachment on the PAT puts the ball at the one-yard line. And now I think Sturgis, they are going to instead... Go for the lead here. So they're going to spread it out. 57 seconds to go in the third quarter. They're going for two, trying to go up here 22-20. Cass under center for a rare time tonight. 
He's going to roll out to the right, throw it back at the end zone. It's caught by the 6-8 tight end. Off a deflection. Yeah, Mitchell had it perfectly defended. I think that may have been Jager Tyler who touched it. They deflected it exactly what you wanted to do. I mean, that's a great catch by Jake Flyam, the senior tight end out there, because that pass was perfectly defended, but just the perfect tip right into the tight end's hands. Yeah, Jake Vleem, he's a 6'8 senior. I mean, it's yeah. hard not to miss Thank him. You. So that encroachment penalty again cost Mitchell. They were going to go for one. That encroachment penalty, and now Mitchell trails 22-21. 57 seconds to go here. We'll take a quick timeout. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN. Sturgis back up in front here, 22-21. Travis Grins and Sean Michaels with you here. The 7th Annual Colonel Bowl on a Saturday night. Mitchell returns it at the 10-yard line. Lucas Bennett going to his left, up to the 30. Big hole at the 40. Right at the 45-yard line and a late flag. That was very, very late at the end of the run. As Lucas Bennett got up to the... 45-yard line, gain of 35 on the kick. Jager Tyler seems to indicate it may be against Sturgis. That would put the ball uh, past midfield. Big call here because this would be great field position for Mitchell if the run holds up, and I guess they would get maybe some extra yardage depending on the call. But We've seen a lot of odd penalties tonight. Yeah. And you, you never see a penalty on the kicking team on a, on a kickoff. Usually it's holding on the receiving team. It is on Sturgis. I mean, when have you ever seen holding on the kicking team? Who's holding? What who, What are they holding for? Boy. So that's, I mean, very odd call. It came at the end of the run. Mitchell will take it. It'll be a 10-yard penalty. Mitchell will start in Sturgis territory here at the 45. Yeah, I would I would just love to see that on tape. Who, who, who's holding, holding and why would someone on a return team... On the kicking team, hold. You're trying to not be held. You're trying, trying to get to, to, yeah, trying to the to runner, to, get the, get to the return man. I, anyway, Mitchell's got great field position here, so maybe they can get a quick score. Going to go to this tight formation again. Three in the backfield behind Scholes. First and ten at the surge is 45. Man in motion. That's Palmer. Then Scholes fumbles the snap. He'll get it back at the line of scrimmage. So, again, just so many mistakes for Mitchell tonight. They're in this ball game, obviously, down 22-21, and... There's a lot to like about what Mitchell's done offensively here. Oh, definitely. In the last quarter and a half. That but, last drive, particularly, wow. But so many mistakes, so many. Yeah. Uh, couple fumbles that, you know, could have been fumbles. Eight penalties. That's what stands out to me, Trav. See, who do we have here? Do we have a new quarterback, perhaps? We do. So that oh. was not Trayson Schultz. Well, Schultz. that explains the fumble. So Schultz is out of the game as he's uh, near the 40-yard line here limping. Cramping. He's yeah. drinking Gatorade furiously. He's, he's got some cramps. So what do we got here? Get tough. Let's go. Get tough. Get tough. Did he well, put that in a T-shirt? Get tough. Get tough, Colonel Football. All right, that'll be the end of the quarter. Hopefully Schultz is back out there. Uh, when we return, that was Tristan Jellius, the backup quarterback. 12 minutes to go in regulation. It's Sturgis 22, Mitchell 21. Colonels will have a second and 11 from the uh, Sturgis 46 when we return. We're back in one minute on KORN. Start of the fourth quarter, a pitch right side to Daly. He's going to lose a couple yards. Gang tackled by a host of 
Sturgis Coopers. Mick Daly on the carry, going to lose one. Going to set up a third and 12 for Mitchell at the Sturgis 47. Lucky there was no flag there on Sturgis. I mean, you had a body slam there on the sideline by uh, Zach Jolfs, the junior defensive tackle, coming all the way across the formation to make that tackle. But uh, I thought that was questionable roughness there on the sideline. 11 and a half minutes to go. Trayson Schultz is back out there. Looks like he had some cramping at the end of that third quarter. Not only was Sturgis tired, I imagine that Mitchell offense a little gassed after a nine-and-a-half play drive that took 17 plays, and uh, they scored a touchdown. Well, and that was such a huge drive by the Sturgis to respond after that long drive just to give the defense that rest. Third and 12 here. I believe it's third down. Schultz back to pass. Deep pass looking for the... Big play, and that'll be incomplete. See, now that could have been a so penalty flag Bennett. defensively because, I mean, Bennett was getting bumped before that ball ever got to him a couple of times by uh, the defensive backs out there, but no flag, and Colonels are going to kind of let this opportunity get away. Had really good field position right around midfield in Sturgis territory, and they got to give the ball back. Yeah, three and out again twice. Sturgis has scored from the Mitchell 48-yard line. To start the drive, Mitchell had it at the 46 and unable to pick up any yardage. So a punt coming up here for Sabres. He'll kick it, punt it from the 45. See if he can get this thing inside the 10. Going to the sideline, it'll bounce at the 20. Go out of bounds at the 16, 17-yard line. So not bad right there. Good punt for Sabres. Okay, we'll see if Sturgis can drive the field here. They've got the, the length of the field here to go with the 17. 10.52 to go. It's been a good one tonight. 22-21, Sturgis with the lead. Probably the big difference was encroachment on Mitchell on a, on a point after attempt. Sturgis, they were going to tie to 21 on the PAT. But Mitchell moved early, encroachment, and then they went for two. And then that caused... Sturgis taking one point lead. We got the quarterback Schultz here at the 50, stretching out his legs. Cass in the shotgun, first and 10 at the 18. That'll be a run up the middle. Sturgis, good run up towards the 23-yard line. Gain of five on first down. They're going to their backup uh, backup running back right now. That's Udager on the on the carry for Sturgis. Number 15, Owen Udager, Jr. He's 5'6", 150. Well, I mean, two big drives in this game for me, and both by Sturgis. I mean, Mitchell took that 14-6 to lead and looked like they were going to have a chance at bookend touchdowns, and then Sturgis had the quick strike to, to tie it up, and then just when Sturgis' defense was gassed, they went right down the field again and scored. Second and six from the 22. Ten minutes to go in the ball game. Sturgis up one. Pass all the way across the middle of the field. Too high for Buss, and we get a late penalty here at the 40-yard line. What was this? Is this maybe on Mitchell on the uh, the defensive secondary? I think probably holding on Mitchell, I would assume, but we have been wrong before. And that was a dangerous pass. Yeah, across his body. Cass was off to the right and then moved way over, threw it across the middle of the field. Illegal man downfield. All right, we've seen a lot of penalties tonight. Add that one to the bingo card. Illegal man downfield, so that'll back him up. So, 10-10 to go, 22-21 Sturgis. Yeah, so we've had illegal man downfield. We've had holding on the kicking team. <laughs> I've had mean, offensive pass interference. We've had defensive holding on a run play. Yeah. I, 
This is one of those games you just don't see very often. And then a, a, a drive by Mitchell that almost took up a whole quarter. Yep. So uh, good here for Mitchell. Be a second and not very much here. Second and eight, second and nine. I don't know where they spotted this ball. They set up a screen left side. Mitchell snuffs it out. Only a gain of three on the play. So how do you figure that? They didn't get anything. It was uh, about second and five. They moved him back maybe uh, ten yards, I guess. I guess a ten-yard penalty would make sense. Well, third and long when it's all said and done. So big opportunity for the Colonels to get the Sturgis offense out the field and get pretty good field position out of it as long as they can field the punt. So it's third and eight here with nine and a half minutes to go. Uh, Mitchell's defense need a, needs a three and out here to get this ball back. Yeah, big moment in this game here. Three receivers to the right for Cass. Colonel's going to send three. Nope, they're going to rush four. Right up the middle. He overthrew Buss. If he caught it, it would have been a touchdown. Wide open. Buss got a big, big jump off the line. Went right past the defenders. And, yes, if that ball has just a little bit of touch on it, that is going to be a, an easy touchdown for the, the scoopers. And so... Colonels get away with one there defensively and uh, still only down one with lots of time to go, 9-18. Colonels sent a linebacker right up the middle, and that caused Cass to throw it earlier maybe than he wanted and farther than he wanted. Both quarterbacks have missed a couple touchdowns. They've left some points on the field. Line drive punt taken by Mitchell Bryce Palmer. He's up to the 50 down there, gain of 10 on the punt on the line drive, and Palmer's slow to get up. He's been hit a big a couple times tonight. Well, here we go again, Colonels. I mean, you have exactly what you want. You're only down by one point. you got plenty of time to work with. You can open up the entire playbook, and you have outstanding field position when it matters most at midfield. So this is where you have to win this game if you're the Colonels. I mean, you got to get, you got to dig in, get back to what you did on that opening drive of the third quarter, and get some points here to get this game. Really dominated on the ground. Yes. In that, uh, what? Probably 14 or 15 plays of that 17-play driver running plays. Yes, and just time after time, just good push up the middle. I mean, yeah, if they, they, get, they, they yeah. keep getting that, they're, good, they're going to be in good shape here. They didn't have many, you know, 20, 30-yard uh, no. runs on that. You know, Shoals, a lot of quarterback chunk, sneaks. Chunk, chunk. Yep. Four, five, six yards at a time. So at midfield, Colonel's moving across the field left to right. And no penalties here. Don't make mistakes. Up quickly to the line. Man in motion. They give it up the middle. Mick Daly, gain of zero. Wow. And they throw him down. Oh, Penalty, late hits. There it is. That was, excuse me, Jager Tyler on the run. Unnecessary roughness. They had him at the line of scrimmage. Play was over. It was. And a couple of spearfish, excuse me, a Sturgis scoopers throws Tyler to the ground. And you got two flags. I mean, it was plain as day what he did. And and I tell you, they almost had one on the last drive when uh, Mick Daly was body slammed. On the sideline, I mean, tensions are rising out there. You can tell. I mean, it's a one-point game. Both these teams want this game. And the scoopers, I think the defense is really fired up because of that 17-play drive. you got to be smart about it here if you're, you're both sides. So 9.02 to go. Sturgis leads 22-21. And that will be a big 15-yard penalty. This Mitchell offense sputtered last time out. That's a big 15-yard gain. This is a gift. Colonels, you got to take advantage here. First and 10 at the Spearfairs, the Sturgis 35. They're going to go right side again. A big chunk here at the 30 for Bennett. Down, there'll be a first down at the 25. Another defensive flag, too, at the end of it. I think he got a face mask. They did. 
Boy, some undisciplined football and defense. Unraveling here, here the by Sturgis. Sturgis defense. Yep. And Mitchell's had their share of penalties, but could have a couple of big 15-yard uh, penalties here by Sturgis. See who uh, who gets the call here and what they decide. Yep, face mask penalty. There it is. This will move it inside the 20 here, Travis. A big play there. Again, we've seen that play a couple times where it looked like Mitchell's going to be stopped in the backfield. But a nice uh, shifty run, whether it's been Lucas Bennett or, or Mick Daly or Bryce Palmer, they just avoid that first defender and get a big chunk. Again, he got 10 yards on that play uh, on the run himself, but now they put it at the 12-yard line. So Mitchell has run one play from the 15 out of the 12. First and 10 at the 12. Eight and a half minutes to go. Colonel's down by one. Up the middle to Tyler. He'll bust through for a gain of four or five. Again, Tyler, just a physical runner. Mm -hmm. Boy, he uh, he is a load to bring down. Again, Jager Tyler, the 6'1", 175 senior, the uh, the uh, state championship wrestler from this last March for Mitchell. Yeah, you just love his effort plays. I mean, that, that, that uh, spectacular catch in the first half where he laid out completely for it and uh, got that big 30-yard gain that kind of sparked the team when they were kind of stagnant offensively and just a lot of good plays on defense, too. Second and five for Mitchell at the seven, looking to score and take the lead. Tyler up the middle again, fighting for yards. Going to get a touchdown from seven yards out. There's that effort, I'm telling you, man. Fantastic. All Jager Tyler got a couple yards, and he fought for the final five up the right side wow 7.45 to go in regulation the Colonels take a 27 to 22 lead on a tough 7 yard run by Jager Tyler, their goal for 2 he is my early nomination for yes. Culver's player of the game That's he won it last fantastic. week and he's been all over the field on both ends just the effort plays, I mean laying out, giving yourself up I mean just chipping in offensively I mean if you would have had that, you know, that gadget play touchdown pass had a actually worked, it would have been like a home run selection. But he's been everywhere on this field. Just great effort, and the Colonels have seen him as a spark. It's 27-22. Mitchell scores. They'll go for two to try and make it a seven-point game. Shell's going to be under center. Mitchell wants a timeout. They're not quite sure what they want to do here. We'll take one as well. 27-22. Colonels up five. They'll have a two-point conversion up next. 7.45 to go in the fourth quarter. We're back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Football on KORN. 7.45 to go here, Sean, in the fourth quarter. The Colonels retake the lead at 27-22 on a tough seven-yard run here by Jager Tyler. And we saw a lot of excitement at the end of the first half. Couple of quick scoring drives that took all of three plays, and here we go again. That third quarter was pretty quick because Mitchell took nine and a half minutes off the clock, scored a touchdown. But yeah, we could see you know each side get two or three possessions here with less than eight minutes to go. That's the second time Mitchell has uh, had a three-play touchdown drive in this game, and. Uh, for the Colonels' defense, this is where you need to stop because the last two times the Colonels have had a touchdown drive, the scoop, the scoopers have answered with their own touchdown drive. Colonels go for two. Schultz under center here at the three-yard line. They'll go back to pass. They'll scramble out to the right, throw it up. Caught! Mitchell converts the two-point conversion. Mick Daly on the catch. That Boy, was huge. That looked like that was a big old mess, but then Mitchell, Schultz found Daly, and it's a seven-point lead, 29-22. 
with 7.45 to go. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN. Late in the fourth quarter here, Sean, we're 7.45 to go, and Mitchell takes a seven-point lead, a 29-22 lead here. It was a quick three-play drive, uh, but they picked up about 25 yards just on penalties. Penalties, yeah. Yeah, they started that drive with the 50. Well, and, and you got to give Colonels credit, too, for cashing in on those mistakes. That's Took what you advantage. have to do. If you're going to win games, you have to take advantage of when the other team blinks. And... The Colonels did that, got in the end zone, and that was a very, very big two-point conversion to make this a seven-point game here. 29-22, Mitchell offense with almost 30 points here tonight. That is good to see here going forward. Rose on the kickoff. He's oh. going to keep it on the ground again. Takes a big hop. That's still live. Mitchell may have gotten Mitchell the ball. Football. They did. At the 25-yard line, who's going to get the ball here? They're celebrating like they did, but now they got to unpile. They got it! Mitchell gets the ball at the 25-yard line. <laughs> and that was completely unintentional to be a non-sides kick. It was a perfect bounce when that ball kind of squibbed down the field, and the returner just could not get his hands on it. It took a hellacious bounce. Brennan Rose, the kicker, has been squibbing the ball most of the night. <laughs> It took a huge bounce over a potential returner's head at the 30-yard line. Yeah, and he just could not gather it. It was just perfect execution. Not exactly the way you draw up an onside kick. It was just a, a little bit of a muff there on the return, and the Colonels were right there to get it. 35 yards down the field. So a heat timeout on a night when it's in the upper 70s. So Mitchell will get the ball here, first and 10. Wow. At the Sturgis 26. After Who would have thought? A touchdown. After all that, a special teams play potentially is going to be the difference in this game. If Mitchell now can at least get a couple of first downs and points would pretty much put this game away with 740 left. But, wow, what a crazy game with so many twists and turns. This has been pretty wild. Yeah, the thing is, the difference is you have to take advantage of the mistakes of the other team. Yes. Uh, we're going to be in Pier next Saturday night, and you remember that Pier game last year. I look back at it today where Pier had five turnovers in the first half, and Mitchell still lost 34-20. And they were yeah. able to score. They just, you know, they turned it over too. Yes. I mean, Mitchell, that was Mitchell's biggest problem last year was turnovers. And so far, so good tonight. They've actually had a clean game. Don't tell yes. anybody. No turnovers yet turnovers. by the Colonels. And you talk about night and day difference. How about 15 first downs tonight for these Mitchell Colonels who only got, I think, six last week against Yankton? Maybe. They may have had, yeah. I mean, this has just yep. been a complete turnaround and just a nice fight in these Colonels tonight because they went down early in this game. And every time the scoopers have had an answer, the Colonels have answered right back. I mean, this is this is the way Mitchell Colonel football should look, you know, every week. I mean, yeah. they need this kind of effort every week to be a legitimate playoff team. I mean, we were looking for four quarters of good yeah. football a last lot year. last year. We never got that. We didn't get that enough. And this is their chance to finish off a game here. First and ten. Mitchell up seven here at the 26-yard line. Run up the middle. Tyler again fights for five. You're just not likely to get him down at no. the line of scrimmage. No, and I mean, he's feeling it now. I mean, the, the, the defense is tired. 
Tyler is fighting for every yard that he gets, and yeah, you're, you're just not going to get him down by just bumping him. You're going to need two or three guys, and you got to go after his legs because this is a, a heck of a performance here tonight by Tyler, who's not going to go down just because there's a defender in front of him. Seven minutes to go. Colonel's up by seven. They have a deep in Surge's territory, second and five at the 21. Schultz under center, taking some time off the clock. Clock is your friend here if you're Mitchell. Taking a sweet old time. Man in motion. They pitch it right side to Daly. Find some daylight. He'll be shy of the first down by a yard or two. That'll set up a third and maybe two. One and a half for Mitchell. Next snap's going to come with about six minutes to go. Just keep on, you know, keep on driving. Keep on grinding here if you're the Colonels. I mean, they're, they're getting good push. On every carry, I mean, Sturgis hasn't had very good penetration in the backfield this entire second half like they did back in that first half. So, I mean, you got a lot of options here. This is, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. If it's, quarterback sneak it. I don't know if it's four down territory because a, a field goal kind of ices this game away. But you can get this first down here if you get close. Six ten to go. Colonels need three yards from the nineteen. Oh, did you fumble it? Scholes is down. He maybe lost a yard, so that'll set up a fourth and four. That looked like a bad exchange, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, nothing really happened there. Scholes just kind of went to the left and fell on the ball. Fumble on the play. Go for it here. 5.50 to go. It'll be a fourth and four from the Sturgis 20-yard line. Need to get to the Ooh. need to get to the, uh, to the 16. Would be a lengthy field goal here. Would be about a 40-yarder. Five and a half to go. This would be a big one here. If you get a first down here, you could run this clock down to around three minutes. Big, big play here. Biggest of the game thus far. Fourth and four. You hear that guy? He likes it. Oh, yeah. He's Fourth pumped. and four from the 20. Pitch right side. They're going to throw it half back That's there. It. Touchdown. A.J. Simpson on the catch. Mick Daly with the 20-yard touchdown pass. Colonels up by two touchdowns with 519 to go. They Beautiful. tried to play a couple times. It finally works. Beautiful. I mean, they a little pitch out to the right. The defense bit just enough, and the receiver leaked out all by himself in the right corner. And you have to have the execution that good. And how much confidence did Coach Van Overshield have in making that play on a fourth down when you have to have it? They knew they had it. They had it a couple times tonight, just couldn't get that pass oh, to go. What a throw. I believe that was Mick Daly on the throw. PAT here for Rose to make it a 14-point game. It's good. 5-19 to go. A 35, make it 36-22 Mitchell lead. We're back in one minute on KORN. Kickoff for Mitchell up by 14 with 5-12 to go. Return to the 20. 25 to the 30-yard line for Sturgis. So that's where they will start. You feel good if you're a Mitchell fan. There's 5.13 to go. You're up 36-22. Again, if you can get a stop here, it's ball game. And don't forget. You need a stop. Don't forget that last touchdown by Mitchell was set up by an unintentional onside kick. And they took advantage. Again, last two touchdowns have been Mitchell taking advantage of Scooper's mistakes. And that's what you got to do. Got to cash in when those things are handed to you. And the Colonels have done that here in this fourth quarter. 5.13 to go. First and 10 at the 31 for Sturgis. Shotgun for the quarterback, Owen Cass. Low snap. He looks up the middle. Complete for a big 20-yard gain. 
up to the 50, and boy. Look at Tyler out there trying to strip it away. Quick strike, again a 19 up to the 50. Again, we've seen this Sturgis offense score very quickly, and they may do so here. Still 5.06 to go. They need a couple touchdowns and, and just at least one defensive stop. Ball at midfield. Another three receiver set, two to the right for Cass. They're going to pass it every time here. No more run game for Sturgis. Back pass, roll out right, deep pass. Nearly intercepted and nearly caught to Guess the 25-yard line. Jagger Tyler. There again. Again, he is absolutely everywhere tonight. I'm so impressed with his energy on both sides, and he was not far off from reeling in a game-sealing pick right there at the 30-yard line. So Mitchell here gets going to be a long five minutes here, 4.47 to go. Both sides still with two timeouts. Colonels, just dig in here. Try to get some pressure as much as you can on Cass. Don't let him get comfortable back there. Make him run around. Second and ten at midfield. Now three receivers left, one right. This is four down territory for Sturgis. Down two touchdowns with four and a half to go. Here nice, it comes. Nice pressure by Mitchell. Deep pass right side. Caught at the 20. With the flag. Seven yard line. Could be pass interference as well. So another big chunk. Another 23-yard gain here for Sturgis. 4.40 to go. They're knocking on the doorstep. Wow. I mean, really nice throw. Mitchell got good pressure, as you called. And uh, the defender was pretty much kind of, you know, guarding that ball. He had his hands up. It didn't look like there was much room to make that completion. But even after all that, a nice throw from Cass and a completion for another first down. So just like that, you got Sturgis at the Mitchell 33-yard line. They're going to call holding on the secondary, but they're going to decline that penalty. So it'll be at the 33-yard line. Pick up a 17 on second and 10. Another four receiver set. Still plenty of time. 4.40 to go. 36-22. In Colonel Territory, false start on Sturgis. That'll back him up five yards, so that'll be a big one. But again, just two plays. They picked up big chunks here in just two plays. False starts. That's their right guard, Aiden Worlinger, a 5'8", 200-pound junior. And been a pretty clean game penalty-wise here for Sturgis, except for that one drive where they picked up two 15-yarders. A couple guys in motion. Yeah, they got a big offensive lineman out to the right. We've seen that a couple times. He's not catching this ball. <laughs> now we got another penalty. This will be another oh, timeout for Mitchell. Ooh, and maybe that was a, a well-timed timeout because Sturgis looked like they had something. They wanted a quick pass over the middle again on a play that they burned Mitchell on earlier in the game, but uh, they called a timeout. Looks like Coach Van Overshield saw something at the last second. 36-22. There's 4.34 to go. Again, Sturgis, they got to be just about perfect. they got to score here. Get a stop or an you, onside kick. You don't have to. Yeah, if, if you score early enough here, you can kick it off. You still have two timeouts to go. So you can score here if you, you know, you score within the next minute and a half, or if they do score, I would assume they will score. Well, I mean, the way they're passing the ball, it's not going to take them long to score if they do. So again, uh, and if you're that Mitchell offense, you got to just, you don't got to score, you just got to run the clock out. Have that type of drive you had to start the half that took yeah, nine and a half plays. minutes. Move the chains. Yes. yes, that will be job one. You are not worried about the scoreboard anymore once you touch this football again. It's all about execution. Don't have any penalties. 
and move that football. I mean, run this clock out and get this W. Got to get a stop here first. You get a stop, you got a real good shot at win number one. First and 15 here at the 38-yard line. Sturgis, Cass, looks to the right. This will be nearly, really out of bounds. Great coverage again up that right sideline for Mitchell. They're looking for Leitenberg. Really, they have not had much success passing if it hasn't been to tie and bus. Yeah, that was really nice coverage by Connor Singery. I mean, down that right sideline. I mean, just really nice step-for-step coverage and, you know, did not uh, have too much contact out there. That was just really well defended step-for-step of what could have been a big play. So they need more of that to finish this game. We'll do it again here, second and 15 with 4.28 to go. Sturgis down, two touchdowns. Two receivers right, one left. Cass, man in motion. Now two receivers to his left. Look for Buss in the left slot. Cass back to pass, pass up the middle. Missed tackles, could have been a gain of three. Instead, it'll be a gain of 15. Boy, oh, well, maybe a gain of 10. Closer to 10 right there. You get back to the, uh, past the original line of scrimmage. Gain of about 12, but boy, that should have been a two-yard gain. Yeah, that was a, a missed tackle by the ankles out there right when he first caught at the line of scrimmage. Third and three, Cass going left side. That's tipped incomplete. We another have a flag. penalty. And that was another one where that play didn't take very long. What could they have seen? Yes, yeah, and because it took, you know, so little time, I would think this could be a pick play on Sturgis. And they're, and they're not even sure what happened here. Nobody is. With the, Nobody, yeah. You just never know. Under four minutes to go here, 3.59 remaining. This is a big call here. This could give Sturgis a first down, holding on Mitchell. So this was going to be a fourth and three, and that will be a first down for Sturgis. And again, on a play that happens that fast. It took three seconds. How could there be holding on Mitchell? I mean, you're, you're allowed contact within quick. five yards. You can jam a guy all you want, and then you let out. There wasn't enough time to go by for them to hold. I, yeah, that, that's surprising. Oh, what, about a minute? A little over a minute's come off. Maybe a minute 20 on this drive. They're down to the 19. 18-yard line, first and 10. Sturge is just one play away here for making this a touchdown game with four minutes left. They run the ball for a rare time tonight. Gain about four. That's a surprising play. You know, that's going to waste some time that you don't have, and you only pick up four yards. So I guess for Mitchell, that is a plus for them. Udinger on the carry. Second and eight. They only pick up two. Second and eight from the 14. Cast back to pass. Roll out right. Going to throw it in the end zone. And he had his guy. He hopped it. He short hopped it. Guy was open there. Had him in front of the Colonel defensive back. They're not going to bust. I think Mitchell's done a good job of covering bust a little bit better than they did in that first half where he had six or seven catches. Yeah, I mean, the Scoopers had Leitenberg out there in the right corner of the end zone, a little hook pattern out there. They're trying to do a timing pattern, and for a moment it was open, but I think his momentum took him a little bit too far to the edge there, and uh, a, a short hop pass that time by Cass. So Mitchell now in a third down situation here. Third and eight at the 14-yard line. 3.29 to go. Sturgis down, 36-22. Still in it. Cass rolls out to the right to the end zone. Intercepted. No, nope. he lost Drops. it. Off his chest. 
could have been the game. Great effort out there, though. That was Palmer diving out there in the right corner. I mean, he was the only player around that football. I think the receiver fell down. He did. I thought we were maybe going to get a penalty there on Mitchell, but the game comes down to this here. This is it. Yeah, if, if Mitchell gets this stop, that'll seal the deal with 322 left as long as they don't turn it over. They still got two timeouts left, and who's going to take one here? Somebody's taking a timeout. This will be the eighth play coming up Boy, on this drive. Sturgis going to take a timeout here. They have two left. Now they Precious only have one left. Yeah. You need those. So I this mean, really is it. If Mitchell. This is game. Yeah, if, if, if you got two timeouts, three and a half minutes, like we can get a stop. Get a short field, maybe score quickly, get an onside kick, but boy. Yeah, they need those timeouts just to conserve clock. So they're they're putting they're going all in right here on this play. If Sturgis can pick up these uh, few yards, then they need eight. Gotta get down to the Mitchell eight. We still got a game, but yeah, th this is the play of the game right here for the Colonels defense. You get a stop, you're gonna get your first win. Yeah, 36-22. Again, the Mitchell offense. I mean, it's been impressive on both sides of the ball. And I mentioned, you know, last 13 losses for Mitchell against double-A teams, they've given up 40 points a game. You look at the scoreboard, Sturdish only has 22. I mean, that's that's a recipe for success right there. Yeah, I mean, Mitchell has done so many of the little things much better tonight. I mean, it's like night and day difference what this team looks like tonight compared to last week's loss at Yankton, and now they have a chance to seal this right here. Fourth and eight here at the 14-yard line for Sturgis. This is the ball game, down two touchdowns with 3.20 to go. Cass can look at the end zone, find a man. He overthrew him. Uh, oh. Would have been close. Yeah. Overthrew his running back, Owen Udinger, at the 10. He needed to pick up a couple more yards. They Passed had with just a little high. You know, needed a couple more yards after the catch, but it was there. So, uh, Mitchell, they stop him. That'll do it. Just got to hang on to this football, get a couple of first downs. I mean, that's all you got to do is just play good fundamental football, don't make mistakes, and you got this. That play was there, though. I mean, it was. He, he, was he had his receiver coming across the formation. It was there. He just got a little bit too much on that pass, maybe got too excited, and it sailed right through the receiver's fingertips. It was that close to being in the end zone. 3.18 to go. Colonels with a 36-22 lead. Just, uh, just past 8.30 tonight, the seventh annual Colonel Bowl. First two games for Mitchell here at home, looking for win number one. They have it first and 10 at their own 14. Scholl's going to keep it himself, gain a couple yards, push the pile, gain a four for the quarterback, Trayson Scholl's. Sturgis, when do you want to use your timeouts here? you got one left. I'm guessing they'll wait till third down to mm -hmm. use that timeout so they can conserve clock for their last drive, but it really doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> use it when you want. I think they're kind of hoping that maybe Mitchell gives them a gift with the passing play that goes incomplete, but they're not doing that. No, Mitchell's going to keep the ball on the ground here, and yep. one first down should just about do it. And Culver's postgame show coming up next. Your Culver's player of the game, plus we'll talk with head coach Kenton Van Overshield. Scholl's under center. Second and five here from the 19 for Mitchell. Scholl's going to hand it off the middle. Big hole by Tyler. First down, and that'll do it. Yes, sir. And why not? I Jager, mean, why Tyler's not Jager great. Tyler be the guy to seal the deal? He has played one heck of a game, and uh, these Colonels have earned this W here tonight. What, what uh, maybe one care, one or two carries in that first half, and he's I think he's been the primary ball handler here in the second. That's made a big difference for this offense. Yeah, I mean... 
just as a team, the Colonels have just been a lot better in pretty much every phase. They've had several penalties here tonight. I mean, they're going to shake off 10 penalties on the night, but really nice difference from last week. And they bring the house, Sturgis does. Run up the right side for Mick Daly. He's going to pick up. Uh, oh, come on. He did not pick up the first down. He intentionally stopped inbounds. He may have picked it up. Where they've set this ball, either way, it's going to be close with a minute 57 to go. And no flag when he gets thrown down pretty viciously uh, by Gavin Sundstrom. I mean, I, I don't understand how that's not a roughing call right there. I mean, granted, this game is pretty much over, and he, he was technically in bounds, but all you have to do is give, give him a little shove. You don't yeah. need to body slam him. At that point, he's given himself up. Very smart play there by Mick Daly. Didn't run out of bounds. I guess he did with a minute 57 to go, but he tried to stay in bounds. Yeah, just take a slide when you, when you get to that point right there. First and 10 at the 38. Mitchell going to win this ball game. Run up the middle. Jager Tyler gets another three or four. So minute 50 to go. 36-22. Likely to be your final score here as Mitchell going to move to one and one on the season. We talked about how important this game was. You got Pierre next week. That's, that's tough. a tough task for any team in the state. I don't care what class you're in. And uh, he had to get a win here against Sturgis because I mentioned Sturgis's Light schedule coming up this season against Douglas, against Spearfish, against Belfouche and Huron. What I've seen from Sturgis, they should win all those games, I would think. Yeah, I mean, just a, a good bounce-back win here tonight by the Colonels. Even when they were down early, they fought back and kind of woke up and earned this win here tonight on their home field. Second and six. They'll pitch it left side to Palmer. See if he can break one. He'll get a first down past the 50, right at the 50. First down here with a minute to go, 36-22. to 22. So about 17 first downs on the night for the Mitchell Colonels. What I like about this running game last year is, is mainly Josh Grosadier. He did a great job, nearly 1,000 yards. But uh, we've seen you know, four significant running backs along with the quarterback. You had Trayson Schultz, picked up some nice, uh, nice yardage on the ground. You've had Jager Tyler. You've had McDaly. Daly's also thrown a touchdown pass. Uh, I think he's thrown two of them, hasn't he? Yeah, he's thrown two of them. And you have Bryce Palmer. So you've got three quality running backs and a quarterback who can run as Shulls takes a knee at uh, midfield, and they may have to do that one more time. So, yeah, great night all around. we got Jager Tyler with, with potential player of the game again. Uh, I think Mick Daly threw two touchdowns. He had the seven-yarder to Tyson Sabres in that first quarter, and then Daly had that that touchdown that kind of sealed it there, and that'll be it. So the Colonels win 36-22. Send the uh, home folks home happy. 36-22 winning here the seventh annual Colonel Bowl. Sturgis falls to one and one. Mitchell improves to one and one. We'll have a little bit of a fireworks show, so if you hear some explosions here in the Mitchell area, that's what that's going to be in a couple minutes. Well, we saw offensive fireworks yeah, we did. here for Mitchell tonight, and that's exactly what they needed to kind of, you know, get this season on a better track going forward with the defending champs coming up next week. Good win here for Mitchell, knocking off number five, Sturgis, 36-22. to Culver's postgame show up next. We'll talk with the head coach, Kent Van Overshield, in it. Run through some more stats and scores for you as well. We're back in three minutes. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Football on KORN.
Some post-game stats here. 36-22, Mitchell with the uh, victory tonight. They win by a couple of touchdowns as uh, Mitchell, they score the uh, final 15 points of this one tonight. And it was 22-21. Sturgis, they took a one-point lead late in the third quarter on a two-point conversion after an encroachment call by Mitchell. And then Mitchell scores the final two touchdowns of the game. Very impressive. They go for two to make it 29-22, and then they score again. Mick Daly, the offensive player of the game. They do name a uh, defensive player and offensive player of the game here for the Colonel Bowl. Running back Mick Daly of Mitchell with two touchdown passes. He is your offensive player of the game. And defensively, we talked about him all night long. Jager Tyler, your defensive player of the game here in the seventh annual Colonel Bowl. In uh, 357 total yards uh, here for the Colonels tonight. And Sturgis just shy of 300. 291 yards for Sturgis as uh, the majority of those were through the air. Talk with head coach Kent Van Overshield coming up next. His reaction to the action. Also, we await the uh, post-game fireworks. Folks not going anywhere awaiting the uh, post-game fireworks, which they always do here for the uh, Colonel Bowl, so it might get a little little loud here in town, a little loud here on the broadcast as well. There's a little shutout. Uh, shut off all the lights uh, here at Joe Quintal Field. Again, coming up next week, uh, another Saturday game as Mitchell will be at Pier. Mitchell beat, or excuse me, Pier beat Brookings last night, 48-0 on the road. So good luck to anybody taking on Pier. But to Mitchell, they'll give it a shot. That's why they play the games. Coming up here next Saturday night. So what do you got for final stats here, Sean? Mitchell with a uh, real good end here to the to the second half as they improved to one and one. And uh, it's all about that running game tonight here for the Colonels. Yeah, I mean just. Very impressive offensively compared to last week for yep. sure. It's like leap and bounds difference. Mitchell finishing with 357 total yards of offense, 220 of that coming on the ground. Uh, meanwhile, Trayson Scholes went 7 of 14 through the air for 137 total yards in this game. So pretty well balanced offense, really, when you think about it. Uh, meanwhile, for Sturgis, 291 total yards with uh, 167 passing and 124 on the ground. Head coach Kent Van Overshield joins us. Reaction to the action here. Get this done before the fireworks start here. 36-22. Uh, defense impressive. Offense impressive. I mean, that that drive, that 17-play drive, nine and a half minutes, as impressive as you could possibly be to start off that third quarter. Uh, Sturgis would score after that, but the way you guys responded in that fourth quarter was a very impressive finish to this game. Yeah, I agree. And like I said, give, give credit to the offensive linemen. Um, you know, we... We, you know, tried to go for a couple of big hitters there in the first half, and um, you know, you know, found that, found that formation, found that well, what we liked, and get the ball in, in Trayson's hands, and you know, Jagger's hands, and so on. But you know, just staying true to it, you know, and staying patient. You know, sometimes uh, in that type of offense, might not be very fun to watch, but uh, you stay with it. You know, good things happen. Like I said, to find that identity. Um, at that point in the football game, just proud of our coaches and our team. They did an exceptional job. You had Mick Daly there, the uh, the player of the game here offensively for the uh, Colonel Bowl, and uh, a couple of touchdowns. Had the seven yarder in the first quarter, and the one that kind of wrapped it up there. Um, 
I mean, that play was there multiple times. He hit on it a couple times there, and uh, I mean, that was the big play that kind of kind of gave you that two touchdown lead. But yeah, you know, like I said, just give give our guys credit. You know, we we made some mistakes, had penalties in that first half, and you know, I always I always preach to them that you know those always come back. You know, you always they always even out that type of thing. So uh, through adversity here tonight, uh, you know, picking up a turnover early in the game. Uh, and then just playing just good hard-nosed football and uh, beating a good Sturgis team. Just proud of our guys. You give Jager Tyler some, some some work on the offensive end. He's named the defensive player of the game. He won the player of the game last week. And, um, I mean, he was very impressive running the ball. It's just hard to bring him down. Yeah, just just physical. And, and you know, he just wants to be out there and he wants to lead from the front. And um, Like I said, it's just a, a matter of getting all the pieces put together and having that continuity as a football team and a program. And, uh, like I said, this is this is a nice win for our guys. Uh, they get the weekend off and back to work next week. But uh, like I said, credit goes to our players. Uh, you know, we had we had quite a week. You know, it's 90 plus degrees. We're out there practicing. Yeah. We're grinding it out. Um, you know, just uh, things went our our way. And, and like I said, I couldn't be more proud of our players and our coaches. And thank you to everybody in support of the Colonel Bowl and and uh, everything that's. Um, our community does to support athletics. Yeah, good win tonight, Coach. We'll see you in Pier next week. All right, thank you. Mick Daly, our player of the game. Culver's Restaurant player of the game is a couple of fireworks here as we wrap it up. Uh, there, Sean. Uh, I mean, stats were impressive tonight here for Mitchell. Again, 357 in that uh, 357 total yards for the Colonels. But uh, just uh, just under 300 here for uh, uh, for Sturgis. Yeah, I mean, statistically, things turned out somewhat even, but uh, the Colonels really controlled the game on the ground with that 227 yards rushing with 124 for Sturgis. And uh, I think my favorite thing about the game is the no turnovers yep. for the Colonels. That's been their Achilles heel for such a long time. And clean game, and they had 17 first downs of offense, and they also shook off 10, uh, 10 penalties total in this game. Uh, it's Trayson Scholl, 7 of 14 through the air for that 137 passing, and um, they're just really impressive by the Colonels. Clean game, you know, the penalties were pretty much the only big mistakes in the game, and I love how the defense fought, especially when uh, Sturgis jumped out to that early lead, and um, just grinding this one out tonight. Sturgis on the other side, 291 total yards, and pretty balanced, 124 rushing, 167 yards passing. They had the only turnover in this game, and, you know, normally you have one turnover, you feel like you're in pretty good shape. So that just kind of shows you how well the Colonels did taking care of the football. Uh, ten first downs for Sturgis tonight, which actually isn't too bad for one full game. But, you know, Mitchell with that 17-play drive, they end up with 17 first downs uh, total in this game. And five penalties for Sturgis. And uh, a lot of bizarre penalties in yeah. this game, too, between the two teams. But Owen Cass, you know, we knew that he was going to be trouble tonight, lighting the defense up possibly the way he did last week. But 15 out of 25, you know, he did have a couple of big uh, uh, big chunk plays down the field. He had a touchdown pass, and he ends up with 167 yards. Uh, but, you know, in the end, the Colonels, they got the big stop at the end when they had to on that fourth down play. Mm -hmm. That was the big difference because there was still time for Sturgis maybe to get one more possession there and maybe even force overtime tonight. But the Colonels' defense, just they got timely stops in this game, and that's what you got to do to win. Good win for Mitchell, 36-22 against the team that was rated number five 
here in the state. Again, we'll be back at you. Uh, Pier coming up Saturday, our next coverage of Mitchell Colonel Football. Pier coming up here on Saturday. So Mitchell, uh, they were number five to start the season. They lost last week to Yainton, 45-6. to Did not look very good. Uh, Sturgis, they looked very good last week. They beat Rapid City Central 38 to nothing. So you look at the media polls, they don't mean a whole lot. They don't mean anything, really, because it all comes down to seed points and who you play at the end of the season. Uh, so Mitchell, I would think Mitchell's probably going to be at number five uh, when, when the media polls come out here on Tuesday of this week. It certainly isn't going to be Sturgis at five. Right. And I you mean, look at we, we had 20 voters this week in the media poll. Every one of them voted Sturgis number five except one. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of the battle for number five. Yes. I mean, Mitchell was number five. They got thumped by a pretty good Yankton team that <clears throat> is unquestionable after two sound yep. victories to start their season. And then Sturgis comes in as the new number five because they got an impressive opening win. But, you know, it kind of feels like Mitchell took that back. I mean, yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of what we saw last year where it's kind of a revolving door yep. for the four and five spot maybe as we go along this season. But this was a really nice rebound uh, game here tonight for Mitchell going forward. And to tell you the truth, if they play good, clean football like they did tonight with no turnovers, if they can figure out a way to get stops mm -hmm. next week against an explosive peer team, if you look at how they played them last year back and forth, if you take away those turnovers yep. – Maybe they can go down there with this confidence, with this win, and make things interesting next week. I mean, we know they got to score. They're going to yep. have to score lots of points. You figure maybe close to 40 yep. is probably going to get you that W next week. But at times, the offense looked really good here tonight, so that's a good sign going forward. You look at what Mitchell did last week. I put him at five in my preseason poll. Nothing that happened last week, even though we lost by nearly 40 points said to me, drop him from five. Right. So I kept him at five. Nobody else did. So there was 19 people voted Sturgis, five. I was the one person <laughs> that voted Mitchell. So I'm very proud of them winning sure. this week to say, all right, now we're going to see next week, oh, Mitchell's going to be back at number five again because there was nothing from that Yankton. I expected Yankton to come in here, put up a lot of points, which they did. They blew Mitchell out. And I just kept him at five because, all right, that's a game that you think Mitchell's going to lose. Right. We were at that uh, first game we did. It was, what, Howard and Hanson. Yes. 20-12, to 12, very close game, a defensive game. Howard was at one. Hanson was, what, like at number four? They were three or four. Right, three and or they four. And dro they dropped a spot. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Why? So I want the voters in this state who vote the couple dozen that vote in these polls. Look at the to, results. To do better. Yeah. To do better than, than what they have. Uh, Howard and uh, Canisota played last week. An amazing finish. What a, it came down to the last play of the game. Uh, Howard comes from behind to, to defeat Canistota. Number one team in 9AA, number one team in 9A. They still stayed at number one. Uh, Canistota did. They'll fall from number one because they, they lost last night. But half the voters dropped them from number one. They were the unanimous number one going into that Howard game. Nine of the 20 voters dropped them. Because they lost to a team in a class above them, ranked number one with 14 seconds left. Mm -hmm. Like, if you can't lose that game and keep your number one spot, what can you do? You know, with polling, I always, I always feel like it's too soon to be yes. doing a poll. For know, teams we haven't played, seen. Yeah, play a few games, yeah. honestly. Play a few games before you have a really good idea of yeah. how good each team is because it's so hard to judge 
how good every team's going to be after one game because of their opponents. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's kind of like, you know, the uh, uh, the playoff system in, in college football. You don't see those first standings until October. No. Because, they, because the they don't know. They don't know anything until they no. played some games. I mean, that's the exact same way I think most polls should be handled just because you just have no idea. I mean, Mitchell just beat the number five team, so it's logical they They'll should be, be number, number five. five again next week. Um, and going forward, you just have to look at who who everybody plays, and and even if they lose, you know, were they competitive? I mean, Mitchell was not competitive last no. week, so I can understand how it was questionable for them to be in the top five, but then they beat number five. Number five. So what do you do? And that's the thing. You just don't know until they played some football. And ultimately, in 11 AAA, the number one preseason team was Brandon Valley. Mm-hmm. They're now 0-2. They lose tonight to Harrisburg 27-14. Harrisburg was number two. They got blown out last week, so they'll probably jump back into the top five. But the top two teams in the state, number one and number two, Brandon Valley was at one. They will likely not be ranked next week. So, again, like you said, way too early Mm -hmm. to be doing polls. Brandon Valley, the number one team in the preseason in AAA. They will be 0-2 and and not even in the poll next week. Imagine how much fun the polling will be if – Mitchell goes down to Pierre next week and knocks him out. Well, if Mitchell loses to Pierre, then you know, what do you do? You, you, you would expect Pierre to win by. Mitchell I mean, goes up. They be, maybe not number two, but they will. They would yeah. go up if they won that game. But, uh, but you maybe know, Brookings goes up. Maybe Yankton goes up to you know. Yeah, probably number two, you know, number T, one, probably T. And you just uh, and that's why I, I think you have more accurate polls once you get to. September, yep. late September, early October. And if Mitchell goes there and loses 48 nothing like Brookings did last night, do you keep him at five? It wouldn't be a surprising result. They just beat Brookings. It depends on what the, by the nine, rest by, of the bottom you know, half so, did. Yeah. Ultimately, <laughs> thank God we don't got to rely on the polls to seed the playoffs, thankfully. It's based on PowerPoint. I would love to like see that. Mitchell go down to Pier next week and, and, and be, competitive. Be, be competitive, please. Be competitive. Because, I mean, it's good for the team, and also it makes things interesting with polling purposes and honestly they can i believe be competitive if they play a clean game like they did tonight we've been waiting for this for so long give me a game where you don't turn the ball over see what happens that's what happens your defense hangs in there you get timely stops and your offense wears down the defense if they can do that next week by the way if they can pull out a 17 play drive something close to that next week against that offense off keep that offense off the field that long you're taking away at least three possessions in that game that gives you a much better chance to win so if mitchell can do this again next week and play almost mistake-free football they will give the number one team a ride ultimately i would like the voters who vote in these polls to do better just because a team loses doesn't mean you have to drop them just look at all the evidence look at all the evidence think it over yes absolutely 36 to 22 mitchell wins tonight versus sturgis both teams now in one and one it's the seventh annual colonel bowl we'll have volleyball thursday night at home uh we'll also have a game on corn country uh we'll have parks in hansen a beautiful new facility at hansen they haven't played there yet we'll be there for that one friday night on corn country 92-1 then we'll be out in pier next uh uh saturday night at six o'clock for the governors uh, and mitchell for sean michaels i'm travis Crins. we appreciate you listening here all night long to mitchell colonel football we'll see you next week from pier right here on korn